Yo, it's back, and this is episode number 174 of the Feedback Podcast. And in this episode, we wanted to lighten things up a little bit because we've been talking about all this serious shit for a while. And so uh, we get into some troll who started talking shit about the feedback on social media. And then we do a deep dive into video games. Uh, if you're a gamer or not, really, if you remember the old Nintendo and uh, the the Genesis and Street Fighter and all that good stuff. I mean, this this is this was a really uh, fun episode. But you know, at the end of the day, we got to get back into the politics of things. So we touch on what's happening in the in the world of politics. But all in all, great show. We got Adam Protexter and Alice Karaskio. So. Two champs, great conversation. Really enjoyed it. I hope you do too. So let's go. You are listening to the Feedback Podcast with my homie Back. Welcome to the Feedback Podcast, everybody. My name is Back. I got Obi in the house as always. How you doing, man? What up? And it is the return of Alex. Yo, yo. What up, people? Good to have you back, man. And yeah, man. Adam Protexter in the building. How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? I, I'm I'm all right. It's it's kind of it's been overwhelming lately, man. I'm like, and yeah, what like you were saying, Alex was uh, talking about it. We have like a chat thing going on, and asked like, dude, this is this is this is too much. This is way too much. This is like, between just within the past few days, we had what? So there was a shooting, Jacob Blake. There was um, so the end of protest that goes with that. There's a DNC. DNC is happening right now. Is, is it the finale? Is that today is the finale, right? I think. Yeah, it's the last. I night. want to say today's the last day. Yeah, and then yeah. Trump is gonna like just talk shit the whole time and suck the air out of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what let's else? Hope, oh, let's hope that he adds a lot of air to that giant mask-free, packed-in RNC event. Let's hope he breathes a lot over everyone. <laughs> Man, I'm sorry. No, I mean, look, between that, see, that, see, that's the thing. Like, it, it gets to a point now, like, every conversation you get into, like, turns political. Yeah. Whether you like it or not. And it's, it's, it's kind of annoying. It's, it, I think, I mean, you guys run into that all the time, right? Yeah. Talking I mean, to your friends, just, talk, even to your family. It's just the way, it's just what's at the top of everyone's mind. You see it everywhere. You can't avoid it. Like, I don't know. Then go right below the top of the mind. And what is there? Because I've, it, it, I've had it with all this, this political shit. I know it's an election year, but it's like that all the time. And now it just, it's just too fucking much. Too fucking much. So I, I think. I, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I've, heard, I've heard people compare it to like uh, a choir singing. They're, they're all, when a choir holds one note, people have to drop out to take breaths. So you got to take your moment to drop out and take a breath so you can come back and keep singing. Cause this is like a constant, constant year. Like you were saying, and I mean, parts of it should probably stay constant. Hopefully the other parts won't like, ho- hopefully the movement will stay constant, but the Trump presidency. Oh, land. It, it's, it's groundhog day. Is that yeah. it, groundhog? That's yeah. what, that's what you said, Alex, right? Yeah. But like groundhog yeah. day. Yeah, man. It, well, it's just, it, it <clears throat> again, it's just like, it's just, it, like we we've talked about another in another podcast where you know it's it's on to the next thing for the media it's it's regurgitating something from like six months ago because nobody's watching the media it's it's a it's a cycle and it's just like man when it when are we just gonna just sit back and be like you know what 
Like enough's enough, man. Like it doesn't matter bad. what side you're on. It doesn't matter what side you're on. Like, like I'm not saying that everybody needs to think the same, look the same, feel the same, or whatever. But man, enough's enough, man. Like when you know, like it's, it's not, it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. But I, I, I have an announcement to make because this this is a first in feedback history. Uh oh. <laughs> some some dude. I don't know, started trolling the feedback page. Like he literally went and posted 20, like 20 comments on 20 different posts by the feedback, just talking shit. And apparently it was a dude that OB you were talking to because he was saying, <laughs> OB's, a, OB's a douchebag. And I'm like, who in their right mind, I said right mind, would ever think that OB's a douchebag, first of all? <laughs> I, should I, be, I, feel, I feel like I should feel like... <laughs> Yeah, you have to find some shit because I was surprised because I've never been told before. So, yeah, like I, I've I've been getting used to this because this guy, his name is uh, Garrett Culver. <laughs> like, Fuck you, Garrett been, Culver. Yeah, fuck Garrett Culver. He's a, one of these internet trolls. So, like, and I've I, I really only met him one time like 10 met years person? ago. Yeah, in person, like 10 years ago. How? <laughs> but then for some reason, with all the political stuff, he's been posting on my, like, all my posts, like, kind of trolling, all, and not just kind of attacking stuff I'm posting, but attacking what everybody else is saying on my posts, too. Just, like, he's one of these, he's just a shit starter. So, <laughs> basically, I guess over the past weekend, like, uh, I... He's been doing this for weeks and weeks, and I, I finally like wanted to like kind of prove a point. So I went to his page and I posted like six Trump memes all on his wall. You told him. <laughs> I, told I told him. Trump. I was like, and then and then he uh, like within five minutes, this guy deletes the the five or six Trump memes that I put on his wall, and I was just and he's like, "Don't be a douchebag, Obi. Like, why why are you spamming me on my wall?" I was like, "Dude." It's exactly what you're doing to me. Like you, really? you come on to other, like that? you come onto other people's page and you you write all this hateful shit and then you bounce off and then when we people go to your page, there's not one mention of any political posts or you have like post after post of of you and your your family and all this. Like he has like devoted dad and all this stuff like so you know i think i think he actually on us i, I think you know what I, I i'm gonna be with you ob like i think i looked on his page right and the heading on his page i want to say that what he had posted on there about like being a loving father or or something like that yeah, like even like, like he was he was trying to quote the Bible. Like he was actually uh, oh y'all yeah. See, it says it right Bible. here, devoted father, like of that, and then and then here's his like his resume. Facebook. Oh, dude, you really Facebook you really put him on blast here. Just straight <laughs> up. Like, <laughs> <what is LinkedIn? laughs> Hold on, wait a second. So so. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, you know I pulled up I, his I, Facebook page on my in privately just to look, and then when I came back to Zoom, this was pulled nah, up. <laughs> no, like because this is like this is the you guy we're talking him? about. Like, we're, we're, we're this is the guy we're talking about because I want because I want people to understand who who exactly this is and not get. Yeah, it. I think I we do. His another... LinkedIn is right there. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but but it's just like if you're gonna go around and like start spamming everybody with like hateful shit. Like he put all this hateful shit on my on my Facebook page. Did he call you the N word? No, he doesn't. He doesn't write the N word, but he put, but he goes after these girls on my page. And, I'm, and I have written him messages and I've written him comments like, "Hey, be respectful to people." 
Like, I, I get that you're a Trump supporter and all this, but you don't have to go and start saying all these hurtful shit to people and spamming like our, he, what did he say about the feedback thing? He said that we misspelled the feedback. Yeah, so did you guys screenshot that? <laughs> if, you look, oh, yeah. if you look at the feedback, <laughs> oh yeah, that's his name, sharing. B-A-K. <laughs> so stop, stop sharing and then show. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Show the, the what, what he, uh, so he went and he went to the feedback, uh, uh, the feedback Facebook page, the last like 20 or 25 post on it so our live shows uh whatever we shared and he wrote ob's a douchebag do you have that carlin ob ob's a douchebag yeah. and nobody right. subscribed to this channel yeah here it is there it is see there yeah. it is. he misspelled so, my name he goes OB- <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even misspell yeah. three letters i didn't even catch that he misspelled uh-huh. my name so he, yeah, he's over there like don't even misspell that. the email let me read it let me read it for those who are listening OB is a douchebag and a sheep. It's no surprise no one subscribes to this channel and watches these videos. What's actually funny is Obu actually... (laughs) Sorry, this is funny. This is funny. What's actually funny is Obu actually tried spelling back B-A-K the correct way, but only realized he spelled it wrong after submitting the name The Feedback. True story. (laughs) True story. True story, oh, bro. He has reliable wow. sources. Wow. What is what's amazing about that is what did you what is he referencing submitting the name to? How did what know, he, how do you like, think I'm Facebook pages NLC. work? I, yes, but the, the thing is, he doesn't get the joke that why well, doesn't know me, so I can't blame him. But he's like, yeah, the, we were actually trying no, to. No, you can blame him. Yeah, okay, <laughs> you can blame him. Yeah, I can. I can. I can <laughs> blame him. No, but seriously, I, 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 I sat there. I sat there for like, eh, like a minute, minute and a half. Like, how, how was I gonna respond? At first, like, let me just reply, like, hey, asshole, what the fuck you doing on my page? Like, I'm back. You get it, you idiot. I was really gonna go like, like, blast him. Whoa. And, I, and, and then I thought, eh, I can just ban his ass. <laughs> Have, have y'all? Yeah. So if you look, so I'm actually. Are you on this uh, is page right now, y'all? He's just. This. Well, first of all, why is it that it's always? I mean, yes, his banner says "No love is great enough, Father, for his son." It's always these like this is okay. I'm gonna sound dramatic for a second, but it's always the like <laughs> shining, happy, smiling faces of families behind which yeah. like this evil, oh, disgusting shit people? lurks. Yeah, it's like yeah. This, it's like this like beard. That they wear like that they have to. It's like you're using your kid as a shield or your girlfriend, like. But you, but because it's like the same thing that happened to AOC. Like when that guy goes and attacks AOC at Congress, and then his defense is, "Hey, I'm a loving father to daughters and stuff." Right. But then you, but your your actions that that doesn't make what you're you're doing correct. He's or, because yeah. they're that's they're banking on said. they're banking yeah. on the sympathy of other like white centrists and white conservatives. They're banking on sympathy for those people to be like, "Oh, he's a family man. He can't be." It's just like when no, teenage white boys do knew. something fucked up and like it's like fucking um what's his name Brock Turner that rapist and how his dad was like, "He could go to college though. You're ruining his fuck. You're ruining his future. He's ruining his future." <laughs> And it's just like yeah. weird how this evil, and then they try to paint it as like, but no, we're a, a white picket fence and two and a half kids, man. We can't fuck up. We're bad. We're good. We're America. It's no. like it, it. That is what white supremacy looks like. Is this fucking guy's profile picture? I'm sorry, but uh, I he's a. I, I'm just saying. I was scrolling down it. He's a total conspiracy nut. 
He's got all this Pizzagate shit on here. Oh, really? He's, got, he's one of them. He's got a <laughs> whole people? list of celebrities who died, and underneath their name is like how they were connected to the Clinton Foundation. So he thinks that Kate Spade, Paul Walker, Anton Scalia, Anthony Bourdain were all murdered by the deep state because they were trying to expose Clinton. Yeah. Paul Walker. Paul Walker and Paul Walker, who died in a car crash in a public event, and yeah. uh, Anthony Bourdain, who killed himself. Rest in peace. Uh, we miss you, Anthony. Yeah. Those, right? those, uh, yeah, man. But those, okay. why this, he this, thinks they're I, connected? He's I, a conspiracy nut. I told you, it'll be about arguing people on Facebook, I, and this is what I, happens. I, yeah, because I was well, well, this is like a this is like a anomaly kind of thing. <laughs> no, no, never mind, never mind. Like it's that. not. Never mind. It's not. It's not. A lot of people do that, but I like because I since like for the past couple of weeks for this summer have been kind of I want to talk to people that that don't kind of have the same exact view as me. So I'm trying to find some kind of understanding and I don't want to just always have like an echo chamber. And he, and I was welcoming at first that, okay, he, he's on the other side. He kind of has opposite like views of me. So maybe we could kind of have a respectful dialogue. And it started, it started respectful, but I think the further along more stuff kind of started happening, he started getting angrier and angrier and he started kind of like lashing out towards the people that because most of our network are kind of liberals or at least (laughs) some of the people most of the people that kind of are in our in our live and they kind of write comments and he and he attacks that side so so hatefully like it's just it's i don't know i don't know how you can help people like that it's like you made it it's like you because he they'll mask it as hey i want to have a debate or a discussion right but you don't want to debate you want to just argue all you want to do is argue with people like a discussion well, only if only if your debate fits their narrative or their paradigm yeah once you start breaking that 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 box that they want to fit you in then it's just like then all they have is hate speech or anger or because you're not fitting in their box to fit their narrative of an argument or a conversation or whatever. And that's, I mean, for the most part, we all do that, but. Not to um, that extreme. If, I mean, yeah. when you, that, yeah, you, right, you take, you, okay, you have a kid, like, just be, like, you have a kid and you take like an hour out of your day to go on somebody else's Facebook page and comment. It's, it's copy yeah, and pasted it's, too. It's the same shit yeah. on my Facebook yeah. and on my Twitter. I'm like, imagine having that much free time every no day. Shit. I'm like, that. wow. What is yeah. your life like? That's right. why it's, it's like kind of sad, but also, man, like that's these people's hobby, you know, like that's their hobby. That's what they look forward to doing. And the, yeah. the conspiracy. So I think, you know, people get really afraid of the complexity of the world, especially this year. We're all trapped inside. We're all getting way more information every second of every day than our brains were ever equipped to handle. And so your brain, just like Alex is saying, it wants to make these little boxes. And when you see when those boxes are challenged, you freak out, you get angry, you get scared. And I think that's why conspiracies are so attractive and rewarding because they tell you, no, it's actually very simple. It's all this one thing that's happening and you're smart for seeing through it. Not, oh no, you, uh, the world's a terrifying, complex, uh, awful place. It's like, no, you're a genius. You see through the bullshit. You're welcome to the club. Uh, <laughs> right. It's, and it's, of course, like guys, they of course, like this guy, like look at his fucking like look at his fucking chiseled chin and is like barely scrub. This guy wants to feel like a badass, you know. This guy is terrified, but he needs to feel like a man. So that's that's what hey, he's gonna I do. Wanna, he's a dick. Hey, I just want to take this time to say hi, Garrett. 
because I know you're watching. <laughs> uh, I'm, hey, 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 hey asshole. How you yeah. doing, man? Thank you for but it's just watching. Like this hey, look, boring, we, gave, we gave him way too much publicity already. You're a, you're, you're a boring dude, Garrett. And yeah. you got to find a real hobby, man. And you got to love Take people. Take care of your kid. And also there's family. There's this like a uh, male. Sorry, I, one more point and then I'll shut up. But like, there's this like abusive thing that uh, like I've just seen a lot of women specifically in the internet talk about how straight men do this. Mm-hmm. And what it is is like using a really calm voice when you're arguing so that it makes you seem like you're the calm one, but actually you're being or a just, dick. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what that's what these guys do is like what, what they come in that? and they're like, I just want to have a logical discussion, bro. I'm not trying to fight. And then they're like. And also, uh, I believe that cops should be able to murder people in the street. Why can't we calmly talk about this? And then they get that emotional reaction from you. And then when you say, actually, that's really fucked up, dude, they're like, whoa, someone's on their fucking period. And then they power trip. I hate these guys. Oh, you're a snowflake. Exactly. I love that joke that you posted, by the way. (laughs) So (laughs) stupid. So good. If y'all are watching right now, go to Adam. No, just quote it. What is it? (laughs) Just tell him the joke. Oh. Uh, I I I was just saying, I know conservatives aren't funny because I would have seen someone make the joke that snowflakes get precipitation trophies. (laughs) (laughs) That's bars. Yeah. (laughs) All right. This goes on the shirt. I'm gonna stop my rant about Garrett. I said what I needed to say. I just uh, these yeah. guys are the the high school bullies who just never wanted to stop he's thinking a, they they want to believe they're still cool. He's a keyboard warrior, so I I don't know. Yeah, I I, well, I take it like I feel like I feel flattered enough that he's able to like he wanted to come to my page for. For whatever you no, want to come to my the opinion. balls of him thinking that Obi runs the feedback is insulting to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the balls on this guy. Like, come on, uh, do your research. Go to the are, website. My yeah, name, my, my he, face is on it. You you want to know? He he takes all his information. All the he he thinks he's smart because he takes all his information from one website. This right. one website he talks about all all the time on his timeline called the Donut, and it's like a, it's really an opinion website. That's all it is. And he but he thinks it's all facts like. It, that's all the information he needs, and he gets it, and Look, then he goes and spews it on other people's stuff. Doesn't cross-reference anything. If he followed, like, if he followed the the feedback Lazy. registration, or he just went to the feedback.com, my face is the first thing you see on the site. He would have been like, "Oh fuck, that's not Obi. Obi's <laughs> nowhere to be found on this." Yeah. It sounds like he was just as good at figuring out information about this podcast as he is True about story. figuring information about the True news. Story. True story. True story. Ah, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right, all right. Fuck you, Garrett. Right, I wish right. you all the best. All right. On on to have a on nice to, life, on to better things, right? Yeah, on to lighter things, lighter things. Um, so do y'all watch this high score documentary or no? I haven't yeah. watched it yet. I oh, you haven't? No. I watched, I'll talk hey, about I it. Watched, Spoil it. I, I don't watched, care. I watched I watched the first episode uh-huh. and it's pretty dope. Like I'm not gonna lie, like, it's, sure. it's pretty cool like to see just like like the first episode talks about um, they have the guy that created Space, Space Invaders. Invaders yeah. They have the guy that created Patman. They have the mm-hmm. guy that created. Uh, they had this MIT group, a bunch of MIT dropouts. Imagine that oh, yeah. a bunch of guys that dropped out of college that just did amazing things with their lives. Uh, <laughs> uh, that that took sp- games like Space Invaders, Pac-Man, and we're, basically were the first group of people to do DLCs. update games. Yeah, I mean, they were, they were like, like yeah, add-ons. They basically do DLCs. Yeah, they were DLCs. They were doing like add-ons to games. Like they would take the motherboard, add stuff to it, 
put it on the motherboard, put it right back in the cabinet, and then it, you get a new game, new sound, new graphics, new colors. It, it's like these guys were, I mean, none of them finished college. Like there was no, That's there amazing. was no options like on the yeah, screen. Like, cause, and the guys yeah, made that shit. Cool. They, talk, they talk about like how like, you know, like game companies or arcades were finding out really quickly mm-hmm. that people were getting really good at these games or finding out the patterns and stuff like that. And they were playing the games longer. So therefore not as many quarters were going in the machine. Mm. So then these guys came up with the idea because these guys actually started their own arcade at MIT and they realized like all this money just started going less and less and less because people started playing the game longer and longer and longer. And the whole idea is to try and make the game harder. So you're playing it over and over and over again. So they came up with the idea of basically DLC. Yep to make the game newer and harder or more challenging to switch up the ghost, how they pattern and, or the space invader, you know, like how fast do they go or how, when they shoot this, that, and the other. So it's pretty dope though. Nah, like, I, I've I, only seen the first episode. I think I, Adam, I, I think you, most of the stuff in there, you probably already know. Maybe not. I don't know. No, stuff I didn't know. Well, no, no, but I mean, look, the, the, uh, like the story of, um, uh, which one was it? Either like Street Fighter, um, the story of Donkey Kong. I'd love to get in that one. The story, yeah, of Donkey, story of Donkey Kong, or like how RPGs came from, like you know, like Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, the I didn't board know game. RPGs came from dungeon, like like those kind of board it's, games. Yeah, it's the same they thing. To, that's they been they, they wanted to like yeah. kind of how do we make this game into the video game market? I was like, that is that's clever. <laughs> like I didn't, no, I I mean, didn't think about that. And the guy, and the guy that that uh, black guy that was the one that invented the cartridges for the games, like he was the first one, but he's not really credited with make, making the first cartridges because it was called it was on that Channel F system that didn't really take off, and then Atari mm. took it and ran with the yeah. cartridges, and that's how video game cartridges all kind of started going throughout the whole industry like that. It's so it's like so cool that whole documentary. I like it. I'd like to see them. I I haven't seen any, most of it yet, but it's like I'd like to see if they talk about like in television or you know just like those like the offshoot brands that just didn't make it. But I'd like to see them get a little bit of light shed on them because what do you mean offshoot brands? If it wasn't for the no, I'm saying like you know like just just companies that try to make consoles to try and jump in the market. Oh you know, yeah, that, but, yeah. They, but they but they but they but they but they were part of the pushing of these major companies that still are here today, like Nintendo, PlayStation, Microsoft, like. If it wasn't for these other companies trying to jump in to like yeah try and do something. I mean like Sega. Sega's a Sega's a prime example to me well, what, of like No, that was but that was no, up. that was a major one. There's like there was a one that but that was one that came right after Sega that nobody really remembers, but I remember it. Or no, maybe it was right before Sega. It was What's called vir- Virtual Game. Or it was and it, it it was supposed to be like the first like to me, I re- I remember it specifically as a kid because I wanted my mom to buy it for me. Virtual like, game? Or a virtual system. It was virtual. Oh, what is it? I got before it. Sega, before the Master System. Yeah, before that, and then, but then Sega came, and then it was, it was like it was not remembered anymore. It was like it was like one and done. Like it, it, it didn't survive like its first like. Yeah. Even. Well, the the reason why I say Sega is that like because Sega would still be here if they just didn't flood the market with like system after system after yeah. system yeah. after system after mm-hmm. system. But for them doing that, it made all these other companies that had systems like, hey, let's not do that. 
let's really hone in and make our one system that we're going to come out with for the next five years be the system that's going to just outlast the five that Sega put out. You know what I mean? So like, I, I feel to me, Sega had a really intricate part in pushing all these other companies forward. That, I mean, that's well, just me. when they had, Sega, I, like me, Sega, I played Sega smart. more than almost any other one. Too. Yeah. But, but you know which one I think is underrated? Dreamcast is so underrated. So about, oh, about the Dreamcast. Absolutely. Right no, go. Adam's about to pull it out. It's just so <laughs> I could go unplug it, but it's day. two feet from me. Yeah. But I it love it. It should, that, that system was yeah. great. Well, that's, that's, amazing. That's, I like love the Dreamcast. All the graphics on it, the games that came with it. I, Dude, I burned I, so I, many games and put it on DVD. <laughs> on DVD. Uh, oh, yeah. We, I you played another place where you burned all the... Yeah, Crazy the, Taxi, all the Jet Radio. I still... What, I need Jet to Radio do that. was a big one on that one? So what? What was that? What was that boxing game? They had a boxing game. Ready, Ready to, to rumble. rumble. Ready to rumble with like Afro Thunder. Ready to rumble. And the final boss was Rumble Man, the guy, the announcer, like yeah. as like a monster. No, but see what what Sega did. Um, there's a whole documentary on it on the on on YouTube. Is that when they announced the Dreamcast, they they had the Saturn already like right after. So they yeah. were already like. You know, the Dreamcast kind of came in between where, okay, we need to do something because, you know, PlayStation is no. out. No, that's backwards. Sega Saturn came before Dreamcast. Oh, Sega Saturn was before Dreamcast. Yeah. It was before? Yeah. yeah. It went Sega Saturn, yes, it went Saturn Sega Genesis, then Sega CD, then Sega Saturn, then yes. Dreamcast. So well, no, the, then but after Sega Saturn, then it was N64, then Dreamcast. Oh, don't forget! Remember Jaguar? Oh, Jaguar. Jaguar, <laughs> yeah, I Jaguar! I never played Jaguar. That's what it was. Yeah, they came out with 32x, and that was like like when Sega. I think that was when Sega CD came out. Yeah. Then the Jaguar 32x came that out. Maybe like simultaneous. Yeah. Yep. What what game? What games oh, yeah, did y'all? Do you remember like one of the first games you've ever played? Was it on PC? Or was it on console? It was Man, for on me. console. It was God, Super Mario Three. For me, for me, it was Super Mario Three. Is the yeah, first game you ever played? Not even one. Yeah, it was three. Three was the first one. It was I got I got Super Mario me Three too. and Doctor Mario at the same time. And my, and at first, I was the only one that was good at Doctor Mario. So my brothers didn't ever play it. So we always uh, played Super Mario Three. And then whenever they would go to sleep, I would play Doctor Mario. Mm-hmm. And then that's how like. And then just and then we got Excite Bike after that. <laughs> then we got what other Double Dragon? Uh, <laughs> Double Dragon Two. Then Super Ni- the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> that Super Nintendo or Nintendo? That's still Nintendo. That's oh, the, the yeah, the one that yeah. the hard the hardest fuck they, one. They, they yeah, that one was pretty damn. Hard. Like damn, damn being the operative word. D A M. Yes, the hard part of the game. That, those are my exact same games, Obi. Like, uh, it's crazy. Like when I was so. Uh, when I was in daycare, I was like, I remember being like five and I was like the oldest kid. So they let me play the NES and it was Super Mario 3 that had just come out. And that was the one I played. And then my my parents would not let me have a console. They never wanted to buy me one. Um, but I remember my grandparents, uh, they had they had a lot of grandchildren and they had an NES uh, all throughout the 90s, the NES, they never mm-hmm. upgraded it. But the games they had for it were Wheel of Fortune, TMNT, Excite Bike, Punch Out, and uh, and Super Mario 3. And so those, like, just played those to death. And then shareware games. Did you ever play shareware CDs on the PC? 
Like, uh, that's how I played the demo of Doom and stuff. Got away with yep. it until my oh, dad caught me. Yeah. That was, that was, yeah. Oh, you don't see the, the story of Doom is in that documentary. Oh, really? That is, that so is. good. Uh, I got to watch it. I'm sorry that I didn't watch it and prepare oh, okay. for this. No, that's not good. Carlin has the, 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 what I, the system I was talking about, Virtual Boy. Oh, that Virtual was, Boy. That's not 80s. That's 90s. That, yeah, I don't that remember was, that. I think they didn't make it. To... Virtual Boy was Nintendo. Oh, that was Nintendo. Okay, yeah, oh. yeah. It was yeah. Nintendo yeah, yeah. Uh, virtual reality. Yeah. I, I'm. We wanted. It was like because that was the first time like VR. It looked like a VR kind of game set, and like you were immersed in the game. And but I, it was and all red. My whole and it hurt your yeah, eyes. it was all red. Like me and my brothers, we were obsessed with it. We're like we have to have that game. Imagine being in Super Mario Three, and you're you're in the game or something. Like we were obsessed. Yo, know, I I I remember. I remember testing those out at Blockbuster. Blockbuster used to have a setup of Virtual Boy, and you put it on. It was all like red, lead, like lining and stuff like that. It was dope. I played it at Dang. a friend's birthday party at like one of those play places that they used to have in the '90s for kids. Both of y'all played it. That that was oh, there. It is. I, yes. Oh, it hurts the I've eyes so much. It. I've never oh, seen this I shit. Wanna, I want to play it. Oh man, I remember playing it at a birthday party. Played tennis. If somebody could hook me up with trying to play this one time, that would be a bucket list item I could. You have to off. have it to play. <laughs> I've never a bucket list. I've never. I've, I've only seen it on TV, but I've been. It's been. It's it has one of those like you know childhood memories burned into your mind where I just missed out on it. Every all the other kids were cool enough to get one, but I never was close enough to it. Oh, man, I never. Like, that I, was like my... that was like the Lamborghini of of video game things when that came out back in the day. Y'all want to go in on go in with me on this one? <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! Yo, oh, here we go. Man, I might. Oh, hey, five seventy so, for virtual boy. So you you lean over there and put your eyes in that part, and then you oh, play God. still play with a controller. Um, I, might, I only ever played tennis on it. I might I might do it. I might do it. Damn. Wow. Here, this yep. is all I ever played. I did this at a birthday party and uh, I got have, a little nauseous. Adam, you don't have one? I don't. They're really hard. Like, I, I like my classic consoles, but the most I've spent on a console is like 70 bucks. I can't afford a virtual boy right now. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's more expensive than a PS5. It's more expensive today yeah. than it was when it came out. Like, that, it's, that's, it's that rare. That is nuts. And it was a failure, too. It was a total failure. Why did it fail? It, it had a bad game library, first of all. And second of all, yeah. no real two-player mode. Uh, it kind of made you sick to play. It actually had a warning in the... I remember... So I played it at like a birthday party at a play oh, place where there was like, you know, a trampoline and a virtual... You know how there's like different activities and people rent out the spot? Uh-huh. So it was that. And I remember there being a sign-up that was like, take a break after 10 minutes for your eyes. It was just not a well-designed product. It was like they were too into having VR to get it right. It you know what I mean? It cool to me right now. Toby's <laughs> <laughs> all excited. Uh, super, so you, what, what was it for you, Alex? What, my first? My first yeah, like was it console game? or PC? No, I was console. So I had I grew up with three older brothers. So they, I mean, I, I can't tell you exactly what game it was, but it, I, I definitely remember playing on the Atari growing up. Oh, okay. Like, you know, my early, in my early days. Uh, you know the the, the 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 typical like uh, like uh, what was the game Pitfall? I would say I would say I the first vivid memory I remember is Pitfall, Pitfall, and then um, what was the other one? There was another one. 
Pong? For Atari? Sequest? I mean, Pong. Yeah, yeah, Pong maybe wouldn't have been one of those. But but I remember but I remember very vividly uh, Pitfall with the alligator. You got to drop yeah. over. And it's like a 2D side scroll. You know, it's just... That that was that was. I'm, was I'm saying, gonna grab. Yeah. I'm gonna grab a game, but I'm also gonna see if my beer got here. Oh, you you remember, <laughs> you remember the game Word Zapper? I had Word Zapper on Atari. Yep. Yeah. No. I remember that one too. I, my, my thing, our first console was the Nintendo. Nintendo One. Shout out to Kim. <laughs> Nintendo Two. <laughs> Nintendo yeah. One and Nintendo Two. Uh, Nintendo One, the NES, and we had you know Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, and Duck Hunt. Duck and then yeah, we had yeah, the gun, and right you, of course, you know, you put the gun on the right out to the TV, right to the TV, and you shoot the ducks. Uh, but then from that, would it- yo, so so yo, so real quick, my mom, uh, sorry, mom, if you're watching, but uh, my mom, whenever she would play Mario Brothers, she <laughs> <She'd> <laughs> do like this, she would do this, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she would like, <laughs> like every time she'd jump, she'd be like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My youngest brother, check this out. My young, my youngest brother, Tanu, shout out to Tanu out in Australia. When we got the console, he was maybe three, maybe something like that. Now he, he does esports now, like he competes and everything, and he's a badass at video games. But back then, like, oh damn, he, he'll go like this. He'll grab grab the controller, stare at it, and then start going to the right and get you know die, uh, and try to jump over that first Goomba, whatever they call the. The the mushroom thing, uh, and he it, and he would yeah, he would go goobas. like this yeah, and go he would just like try to jump with the controller and go ah this is bullshit that shit doesn't work it doesn't work you go bad I'm like no dude first don't first of all don't stare at the controller stare at the screen and now he does esports it's like a professional Dragon Ball Fighter Z uh, <laughs> oh jump force is that jump force no no Fighter Z the one that looks like the the cartoon oh, it looks like the anime nice. yeah oh, okay. and they keep adding more characters just like I don't know. 30 something at this point. Yeah. But man, yeah, it's a really good high, the high score on Netflix. It's a I think it's it's yeah. well done. It, what there's one common theme though that I notice is that every episode they like they highlight pe- like people who actually contributed to the video game industry whether they came up with the game or they were the guy to distribute it, but there's always somebody who was part of a com- com- uh, who won a competition. Like so like when uh there was a Sonic competition that I, I never heard of, like in 1990, 1991, something like that. And interviewed a guy who won, who was like the world champion of Sonic. Battle at the Rock. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, that, that they had Alcatraz, the, the mm-hmm. finals were on Alcatraz. Yeah. And so yeah, they had a couple of those guys. Yeah. So, the, so what I didn't know is that back then, just like today, there's esports and, you know, it's become, it's bigger than like sports and, uh, live music combined or some shit like that, some crazy number. And, but even back then they actually had competitions like worldwide competitions where people will, you know, with a Sonic, I mean, street fighter, of course. Uh, but there was, there was an early one in, in, the, in the first or second episode that uh, one guy who was playing the old school game and won a, some kind of trophy. Remember what that was? The Nintendo one. He was playing, they were playing a Nintendo. Y'all talking kind of- about that tournament cartridge? Um, can I screen share again? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. All right, check this out. Um, so this is a oh, the, oh my man. god, Whoa. this is the rarest NES cartridge. There's different versions. The gold one is rarer. Uh, I don't think it's actually worth 
a million dollars. I think it's technically uh, worth about 400000 But uh, this is the rarest Nintendo cartridge, and it was used for... You can kind of see it. You have to squint, but let's see here if I can zoom in. Nintendo World Championships 1990. And so it's a yo. cartridge that everyone played with, and you had to play off this one to keep it fair. And it's got little switches on here that change how long the game lasts. Oh, um, so this, oh, wow. I think this this person's never gonna sell this for a million dollars, but it's, uh, yeah, that's the that's the one. Aim high, right? Yeah, you pay that shit to your kids. <laughs> and I had to bring this out, dude, because oh, you, yeah. you gave me a memory. Uh-huh. I love this game, so I played this on PC from Shareware again um, because I didn't have a console until I was like fifteen and bought myself one. Uh, my brother, my big brother, is fifteen years older than me, so he grew up playing this on Atari. Mm-hmm. And there's a secret level in this where you can play the original. And he would always be like, go to the secret level. I'm going to show you the original. I'm going to show you how good you have it with your good graphics. Yeah, <laughs> man. That's so great. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy. Like, I, I, I'll go back and I've played. I mean, I don't have a lot of the old consoles anymore. But, like, whenever I come across one or somebody that has one, like, I play it. Man, four directions and two buttons have never been harder. Right. Really? You know? <laughs> Like now, now yeah, all these combinations I, I play, now. I, I, well, I was saying like I play all these. It's like, how hard games it gets. Now, like on Ninja Gaiden. Oh gosh, the hard, oh. the hard of hard. Two buttons. That game one is D-pad. so hard. Oh, but yeah, man. Like sometimes I like, going back to those games. I'm like, like my brain remembers a lot of that stuff, uh-huh. but to try and execute it, it's just so hard. Like, Dude, there's websites like, now. I'm sure you can play on the web. And hmm, you can yeah. play any game, like whether it's uh, arcade, old consoles, like emulators run on the website and you can play anything. I played, yeah. uh, remember Road Adventure on Sega CD? Nah, it's kind of obscure. Oh, no? So it's, it's, it's like an anime driven type of game. You're playing this guy, you're in the car and all you, have, all you can do is it's, it's all like, it, it plays out like a movie, like an animated movie. And all you can do is go left, go right, brake, and turbo, and it's it's amazing. I like I I couldn't get enough of it when I when I was a teenager. Uh, Road Avenger. Oh, it's probably cool. there's probably wow. websites that I'm sure can, uh, I'm sure I've seen it. You know, there's so 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 speaking of like competitions and stuff like that. There was a movie back in the '80s called The Wizard. I don't know if you ever watched it with Fred Savage. So it's about like Fred Savage and his little brother. Mm-hmm. Like they they run away. Cause he's trying to help his little brother. Who's like really good at, I think it's super Mario brothers three. Um, so he's trying to help his little brother. Who's super good at the oh, game he has the club. To, to this competition to win. <laughs> yeah, they should just do, and, just do a tour of Adam's it's cave. Old school movie, man. No, no, no. I was, I'm trying to, I was, wasn't trying to interrupt you, Alex. I was trying to back you up because the no, wizard, this plays so heavily into the wizard, the power glove. Yeah. They used it as a commercial yeah. for the power glove. Hmm. Yeah. It's a great, mm. it's a great movie, man. I remember watching it when I was a kid. And uh, it's so good, though. But yeah, it's the old Fred Savage movie, man. Like when Fred Savage was like, I think he's like during, during or shortly after the Wonder Years. <laughs> like this is how young Fred Savage was. I I I uh, organized the video game competition at my job, like uh, oh, really? when I worked at Radio Shack. Because you know how like in Radio Shack, like they had all the multiple TVs. Yeah. And I used to work at the there's a there's there was this like little period of time where Radio Shack and Blockbuster combined and they had these little mini Radio Shacks inside Blockbuster and and Radio Shack is commission based. So I was like, I have to figure out something to do to get more people into the store. So I was like, 
oh, I'll have a video game competition and the prize will be you get to win a free DVD player. But my manager is like, I'm not, we can't give away a free DVD player. He's like, I, <laughs> and, and then, but I was like, it, it doesn't matter. We're not, we're never going to give it away because I have a, I have a plan. I'm going to get my, my younger brother is like a, he's like a shoe and he's like a, he's like a, a ringer for Marvels versus Capcom. That's the game we're going to play. My brother's going to be in the competition. He's going to win. You're never going to give a DVD player away to anybody else. So, so <laughs> I made my brother, I made my, I, so I, I, I organized, I put all these signs like, um, trying to, trying just, to just not approved by Radio Shack or Blockbuster at all that, hey, we're, we're hosting a video game competition in Blockbuster this Friday. If you win, you get a free DVD player. I made my brother practice all week at Marvel's versus Capcom. <laughs> Did like, he know how to play? I was like, because I was, yeah, he, he was good. I, he was the best I've, I've seen. But so I was like. Well, do you see why see a lot of people play? Because he's I know, good but because... I didn't know who, I didn't know, I didn't know who was going to come into the store. So I was like practice <laughs> practice because if you if you lose i'm fucked right now i might lose my job <laughs> like, <laughs> you can't lose so the day comes and, and we're in and all these other random like I, I was expecting kids to come in but these grown men that were playing video games are like oh yeah i want to run a, a dvd player but they were they were like video game Uh-oh. junkies I, I was like i'm gonna be in trouble the, one of these guys is gonna beat my brother that that's like in middle school or something <laughs> so they're playing and they're playing it but then luckily my brother won and i was off the hook i didn't have to give them the dvd player i was so but i was so close because i had no backup plan for what i was going to do if somebody else won that i was just going to look at my manager and i was like uh it would have been dope if your brother went like man I'm, i want that dvd player oh yeah yeah <laughs> i did all the work <laughs> actually he did he he was upset because i didn't give it to him i was like that was part of the deal uh, you can't well, there is no prize <laughs> you're just helping me make sales. <laughs> like I just need to make sales at Radio Shack. <laughs> oh damn, that's funny. That's a good. Well, there, story, there's though. an episode in uh, in the documentary about like uh, Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter, mm-hmm. and how you know this is where the whole. I mean, they pretty much reinvented the fighting genre, and, and now it's 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 huge, right? Um, but y'all, did y'all have- and the rating system for video games too? Yeah. Yes, th- that's Mortal Kombat. It was because of Mortal Kombat. It was a, a ESRB something. Yeah. Something like that. Thank you. Thank you, Tipper Gore. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Tipper Gore protected us all. Uh, you know, Tipper Gore came up with the parental advisory sticker because she walked into her daughter listening to Darling Nikki by Prince. <laughs> it was Prince? Yeah, it was Darling Nikki. Uh yeah, and then and then wasn't uh, the lead singer from Twisted Sister like sitting in front of Yeah, like, he, had, he had to uh, testify in, in front of like a he had to testify. Yeah. Uh, Twisted Sister, the lead singer, he was in front of like Tipper Gore and all these other people too. Yeah, because like, they were putting crazy. a print of, on. You know, Prince wasn't going to waste his time with that garbage. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my I remember my mom being worried because of like blood and video games because she saw some special on TV, and then like my brother and I were hanging out. We rented Mortal Kombat, and I remember my mom coming in and being like, "I don't know if I want you playing this." And then she watched us play around, and she was like, "What? Wait." People are worried about this. This looks fake. Have fun, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I, see, growing up, I never, I never, like my parents, because again, I threw, grew up with three older brothers. So basically, my my closest brother in age, Chris, raised me. You know, I was this, I was listening to like, I mean, th- when Enter Thirty Six Chambers came out, and then the very next like half year, uh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic came out. I knew those albums, the lyrics front to back. 
and I turned out okay, you know, <laughs> you know, but like video, video games are the same way. Like, like, like my parents would get mad whenever me and my brother would play Tecmo Bowl. Really? And we would like, do Tecmo, Tecmo Bowl, like NFL yeah, yeah, Tecmo yeah. Bowl. Like my parents would get more mad at us spiking the controllers because we were so pissed off that the other person scored versus us like playing violent video games. Like it was more about like, hey, we can't afford to pay for that crap. Like, don't my do parents that. never cared. But they really, I mean, my my dad would go to. We had the Super Nintendo was the one we had the most games on, but he would uh, the so the French version of the of the Super Nintendo is different. It's shaped different, and the cartridges are different. Like in America, huh. in America, the cartridges for the Super Nintendo are like rectangular, You're right? Like rectangular. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In in France, they're rectangular with like rounded corners, and it's actually smaller. Huh. The French version is, is is smaller. They're the same as the um. Uh, so it's the Super Famicom, right? Super Famicom cartridges. Yeah. Oh. So it's the same as what was released. Exactly. In exactly. So if if you wanted to play the American games or the Japanese games. They're shaped the French and the Japanese ones are shaped the same. You have to get an adapter where you put the American one yeah. in the front and you put the uh, French one in the back so you can play the American one. So my dad would go on on, mm. on business trips to the U.S. and I'd be like, "Hey, can you get us the Total in Time?" And that was that was our first game, you know. And then from there, of course, you know, uh, Street Fighter Two and so on. But uh, we had this, we had this Dang. rule every every fighting game. I, it's it, it's a Fighting games was a big deal at, at the house between uh, me and my younger brothers because we had these these rules uh, where we start in the game all together, we're all playing for the first time. Nobody gets to look at the uh, the booklet with the with no. the with the moves, right? And we everybody had to pick one one character, and you couldn't you were not allowed to pick your brother's character. That was your character. And at the beginning oh. of the first round. We had we said okay for about let's say thirty seconds figure out your moves. You stay on the right, I stay on the left. Figure out the moves, okay. And when the thirty seconds are over, we go at it. That we had all these every every fighting game, Marvel vs. Capcom, the Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, like all of them. I feel like the uh, the hold on, don't hit me yet. I got to figure this out. Exactly. That's like, so that's, yeah, yeah, yep, that's yeah. classic. <laughs> and then you accidentally hit him, and then you go, "Oh shit, I'm sorry." You can hit me back real quick. You actually throw a project. You actually throw a projectile. Like, oh my bad. Yeah, come over, punch me real quick. <laughs> but my bro- my brother would do worse. He'd go, he'd go, "How do you do that move?" He goes, "Oh, it's the uh, like quarter circle back with this button." He goes, "Ah, oh, like that." Like that, like that, <laughs> and just whoops our ass. Like puts us in the corner, start whooping our ass with the same move. You know what? In my house, when we grew up with video games, it was uh, to create. Uh, I don't know if we did this on purpose or 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 not. It just worked out organically. But me and my brother, uh, Chris, we would when we would get a new game, um, we would get one week of playing it. Without the other one playing it, like a single then, player game or then, a two player game. Like no, no, like 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 sports games, whatever. Like we mostly me and my brother play sports games, but like we like like we got a new game. My brother's like, you can't play this for a week. <laughs> and then, but then, but no, no, he's like, but then he would try and get really good at it. But then I was like, all right, well, I get to play it for a week. And then after those two weeks were up, we would go at it head to head, and it was like that was like our like that was like our week long like you know, inaugurate or like yeah. uh, indoctrination of the game to try and figure out how we could play it. And then when we play against each other, it was like, 
that's what made it even more, even more cutthroat between me and him. Cause it's like, all right, let's go. <laughs> you weren't practicing on me. Let's do this. <laughs> Wait, so were, were, were y'all street fighter or Mortal Kombat guys? Mortal. Uh, I was uh, both. Not- no, go ahead. Go ahead, Adam. I was both. I sorry. I was just you had me looking up Marvel versus you had me like looking on the internet to see how much Marvel versus Capcom goes for, uh, and it's man, quarantine yeah, has really cool. done a number on the bubble of the used game market. I tell y'all because I used to buy a lot of games and I have not bought a single one in quarantine because prices have gone up. Anyway, side note, um, mm-hmm. I was a both guy. I had um, I remember distinctly. So I like I said, never had a console, but. Um, my dad was like the computer guy, and he was cool with the, uh, me having some computer games. And I remember getting this um, thing from like off. You know how there used to be computer games at like Office Depot and stuff. They had this like uh, they had this uh, Street Fighter Two. Um, what I'm trying to say, CD-ROM game that you installed, and then it came with a little SNES style controller, like a knockoff that you could plug into your computer. So I played the hell out of that, and then I played Mortal Kombat over at friends' houses. Um, but, uh, I think I always, I think I grew into more of a Mortal Kombat kid over time, but me and my brother would play Street yeah. Fighter too. I was always, I remember my dad being like, why do you keep picking Chun-Li? I was like, are you a girl? <laughs> right. I was like, cause she's, hot, cause she's really she's good hot. fighter and her leg goes really fast. Yeah. What's uh? what I was actually, sorry, I don't want to supersede your question back of if we were Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter. I want to know everyone's answer to that, too. But I also want to know, what's your number one fighting game, period, of all time? Oh, fuck, that is... I was Mortal Kombat Trilogy, the best game of all time, and I would always pick... I would always be Cyrax. He was... That's the third third one. What? That's Mortal Kombat 3, right? Cyrax and all the new ones. Jax came in, and... Mortal Kombat 3 had a lot of versions of that game. Oh, it did? I will say that. Mortal, they had yeah. Mortal Kombat 3, then Mortal Kombat 3 Ultimate. That's right. Trilogy. They, they, they had like a – see, me like kind of piggybacking off of that, like Mortal Kombat 3 Ultimate was like – when I this is when I was in Puerto Rico at the time, and I was in seventh grade. And school in Puerto Rico is a little different than here. It's like almost like college when you're in, in – like if the teacher doesn't show up, you ain't got that class for the day. So we would literally walk down to this pizza place and they had a Mortal Kombat 3 Ultimate cabinet. And we would just throw down, man, just like mm-hmm. quarter after quarter. And then all of a sudden, like all of us, like we all got together and bought the guide, like the guidebook. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the, the internet wasn't around then. So we all bought the guidebook and we would study the characters that we would like play with. And my my boy my I was always a Sub Zero dude like that was yeah, my boy Sub Zero yeah. was the dude I learned to dislike Sub Zero because everyone would choose him like yeah everyone he's such would a choose Sub Zero and yeah those two people so I would always learn to fight with everybody else more like I would always choose like or or Sector or uh, oh yeah for, um what's his name Cabal was another good one too. Oh, that's right, Cabal. Can I can I show y'all a really? I'm not gonna just keep grabbing shit off the shelf, but I actually just found some. I was at my parents' house over the holidays, and I found something in my uh, old room that I really. It's Mortal Kombat related. I want to show keep, y'all. You, hey, you 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 keep grabbing stuff off your shelf. Back's gonna invade. Seriously, yeah. man. Well, I have Mortal Kombat Three <laughs> Ultimate for Genesis over there on the shelf. He has it's the awesome. poster. He has so the good. figuring. The he has all that. Do from your place. Yeah, we're gonna do a tour. Of your, <laughs> yeah. Welcome Everyone to Adam's isolate and then come over. Playhouse. Mm-hmm. 
We could play. Uh, uh, we could straight up stream the games. We should do that sometime. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh. Stream an I, emulator. I will say this. Hey, so I, you know what? I you know I do love when Adam does rappers playing games. That's the dopest shit ever. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie. Like it is called RPG. Come back. It's it? so good. RPG. RPG. It's it's dude. It's so good on so many levels. It's so dude. Good. Thank you. It'll come back. It's a. Uh, it's. I mean, we shot so many episodes and they're all done. There's one more I'm hanging on to and I've just been putting them on Instagram, but they're all like shot a year and a half ago because I can't have yeah. guests over to my house right now. But soon. It makes me it makes me want to try and be a rapper so I could be on one of these episodes. Uh, and just spit some bars and that's... Spit some bars right now exactly. and he'll tell you. I'm just I actually had a bunch of friends in the comedy scene telling me they wanted to come on and I was like, well, we'll do a, we'll do a spinoff show called Comedians Gaming Intensely. Or CGI. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's clever. That's clever. Oh, that is dope, man. I'm going to go is... grab my Mortal Kombat book because uh, uh, I don't want to keep getting up, but your segue to it was too good, Alex, for me to not do oh, it. Yes, All right. Yes, this, 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 this is when I tell, you tell people that uh, if you're listening to this, the audio, don't worry. The video will be out and you'll be able to see Adam's collection. <laughs> but see, for me, it was Street Fighter. Uh, because I thought that the Mortal Kombat, like the 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 moves, were hard to do, and everyone wants to do fatalities. And I feel like the 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 more Mortal Kombat's were coming out, the harder it was to do the moves and the fatalities. But with Street Fighter, it was like look, quarter circle back, quarter circle forward, half circle back, half circle forward, hold back two seconds and forward, and then a button. And it was it had such an impact on us that. Like, I remember my youngest brother used to yell, Hadouken in his sleep. Mm. <laughs> Seriously, in his sleep. Shout out to Tanu, man. Uh, and uh, it, it, it became the reference when we played any other uh, fighting game. And if you want to look up a move or I'm saying, hey, how'd you do that? We'll always go, oh, it's Hadouken would B. Or it's Tatsumaki uh, Senpukiaku would A. Like, that was our reference for every other. Uh, fighting game that we ever played after that, and uh, oh, damn, I'm, one of my my one of my best friends, uh, uh, childhood friends from back 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 in France. That's how we met. Like he was one of the first to have a Super Nintendo in the neighborhood, and I I barely knew him from school. And and one day, a mutual friend took me to his house, and I never played the game. I didn't have the console by the end. He was one of the first to get it, and I picked Ryu. And I beat him. Wait, how'd you pronounce that? It's Ryu. You know why? It's not Ryu. Why? Because Ryu, Ryu in Japanese means dragon. Uh, challenge? Yep. Adam? <laughs> I, I've always said it Ryu. 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 Yes, Ryu. Ryu? It's not I Ryu. Would, Get the fuck out of here with Ryu. I, I've heard. I've heard. No, man. Oh, no. I say it both ways because I say it's spelled the same way for Ninja Gaiden and I pronounce that Ryu Hayabusa. No, I said Ryu. Ryu, Ryu. I mean, I, Ryu means dragon. How do you say it in? Yeah, but I think, but I Japanese? think for Ninja Gaiden, it's it's just like a, a longer name. I think it. But it in the game to... itself, is doesn't he say? So we, at a point, he says his name, and it's Ryu in the game. You mean he pronounces it Ryu? Yeah, in the game. That's the the English version. Yeah, we can. Settle, yeah, when, can whenever, this. whenever, whenever, you know, when it, when it, there's a, a game introduction for the character, they pronounce that like Ryu. When you pick them. Yeah, when what you pick them. What game do you pick real? 
Oh, I don't know. There's no. I remember they would. They. I know they would announce like where you're fighting. Yes, they don't pronounce his name. Ryu is. is but is I, in, I, um, I couldn't remember if they if they pronounced like the name of the character that you picked. Then they, At least I don't remember. Yeah. No, well, not, I, not okay. Ryu. Well, I'll put a pen in this. We'll, no, no, no. Okay. Carlin, can you can you pull up? Carlin says it's Ryu. See, Ryu is pronounced Ryu. I'm telling we'll you. I, I speak Japanese, goddammit. I'm going to put, put a book yard, bookmark in this. And I okay, let me, let me ask you this. What do you think Shoryuken means? Huh? Shoryuken, what do you think that means? It means flying ninja star. No, not at all. Mm. So wait, no, that's Hadoken. You're saying Hadoken. Shriek, Shriekin is a ninja star, right? I didn't say Shriekin. I said Shoryuken, the well, dragon punch. Those two words sound the same to me. Mm-hmm. No, Hadoken Japanese. Yeah. So I'm about to school you. I love this. Um, Shoryuken means literally rising dragon punch. Oh, nice. Hadoken. Hado is a type of is a type of uh, key type of like spirit, and in 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 the uh, in the story of Street Fighter, Hado is like um, this dark Hado, which is what Akuma Guki has. And there's the evil Ryu. You remember okay, evil I, Ryu? I was thinking of that character. Yeah, I remember evil Ryu yeah. in like Street Fighter Alpha. Yeah. So evil yeah. Ryu is Ryu with the dark Hado. Hado is just like, think of it like an aura or spirit. That's a dope what animated is. movie, by the way. Yeah. So well, what, what does Sonic Boom mean? Just Sonic Boom. No, it means shut the fuck up. We don't care about your interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it means. No, Jeez. you're mad. You're, you're right. mad because it's not Ryu. <laughs> you're just mad. All these, all these educational backstory history from... Hey, man, punches. I got to school you with your Ryu uh. shit. <laughs> all right, I'm going to show you all this book. This is Bison or Beeson. Hey. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, God. So this is the official novelization. Check out my signatures, y'all. So... So uh, we got King Baraka. I can't read the middle one. Sinuel? Sin, Sinu? Sindel? Sindel? Sindel, yep. I forgot yeah, about Sindel. Sindel. And then Katana. Um, so nice. Katana. So uh, this book, I don't know, came out like it was the novelization of, of the arcade game. And I got it in uh, like the early 90s when it came out as a kid. And then this, uh, the Mortal Kombat laser light show came through my, my town. Wait. Mortal Kombat laser light show? The Mortal Kombat live show. It was a bunch what of people in costumes. Like? They Holy fought shit. on stage. There were lasers. There were smoke machines. They what? did a whole soul effect. And then they like had a meet and greet table for the kids. And I, I was such a fucking nerd. And I didn't have a copy of the game. So I brought my book copy of the video game and had the character <laughs> yes. sign it in character. I still have it. Nice. Did you and remember been, the movie? Did you, did you, nice. Yeah, I was about to ask right about that. Did y'all like any of the movies of the like fighting games, like Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter? Oh, that Street Fighter was horrible. I, I like the first two. I, I liked was both of them. No, the Mortal Kombat. The first them. Mortal Kombat was actually decent for for the time. It was okay. It was decent, but that Street Fighter with John Claude Van Damme as guy. That no. movie came out. I, I the, there just was not enough fighting in the eight both of them for me, but. I remember being so confused that they had the same uh, exact plot. I was yeah. like, wait. And then when I got older, I realized, oh, they both ripped off Enter the Dragon. I get it now. Yeah, there's a tournament. Yeah. And then there's the, the guy who runs it is evil. And then. They, so there is, I think they've already casted, and they are in either pre production or they've already started shooting. They are doing another more. Yeah, they are. Well, I, think, I think if they do it again, I think they'll. I think it'll be good. I think 
enough time is gone that you you know what to do correctly. There's enough examples. Examples? I don't think there's any examples. Like most most video game adaptation in the movie sucked. What X Men is a whole franchise? I said video game, or, not comic book. Oh, okay. Yeah, video game video video game movies do have a name one besides Sonic, maybe. And Edge of Tomorrow. That's a video game. No, it's not. But it's the best movie. It's the best video game movie. Oh, it's not, and Ready Player <laughs> One. It's not a based on a video game. Well, but it's, you remember uh, the Super Mario Brothers okay. movie? Harlan says Resident That's Evil. Hard. That's come on, that was yeah. whack. Even Resident Evil uh, was oh, Resident had nothing to do. Hey, with you the, want me to blow your mind? And you might this not might not blow your mind. You might be totally aware of this. But Resident Evil and Mortal Kombat have the same director. No shit. Oh, oh there was remember that there was also a Doom movie. Yeah. yeah. That was not the only cool thing about that movie that actually linked it to the video game was whenever the the, the, the character that the rock plays picks up that chainsaw mm-hmm. and it's in third person, but then all of a sudden it goes into a first person camera view. That's the only reference to the video game that they mm-hmm. ever make in the entire movie. There was a guy that was like he there was a director, maybe this that dude, that like he made all these video game adaptations and he got so desperate that in one in one of them he actually used footage from the game to replace actual cuts in the movie. Oh man, are oh, you man. you're talking about Ua Bull? So that's his name. Yeah, Ua Bull. He's a he's a notoriously terrible German director. He's like <laughs> he <laughs> is. He's a bad. He's a terrible director, and he um I, he has some like interesting ideas, but. I mean, I may be calling him, maybe he's an outsider artist and we're all being trolled by him. It's, it's like Maybe that. it's just whack. <laughs> but yeah, and he, he also like has, he's, he was famous for holding a boxing match with one of his biggest critics. And then like the oh. critic showed up thinking it was going to be a joke and Ua Bowl like showed up ready to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> he's a crazy person. But he, yeah, he adapted uh, Postal. Maybe Obi should do that with uh, Garrett. Yeah, should. yeah, boxing match. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, you're talking about House of the Dead by Ua Bowl. Um, oh, I remember. yes, 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 yes. I remember being in a oh, hotel yeah. room in in Topeka, Kansas. Y- y'all know the Westboro Baptist Church, the like yeah. super okay. The yeah. So when I was in high school, um, they came to my town, my small town in Iowa, Iowa City, Iowa, and they protested a local theater putting on Laramie Project. And me and my friend went over there with our camera and shot some footage for a documentary, and we didn't get enough. And then we found out they're in Topeka, and it wasn't too far away, so. We uh, drove down to Topeka for a weekend and we just walked straight up to the front door of their church and knocked and uh, told them we wanted to make a documentary. And they like took us on a ride along and it was crazy. It was supposed to be like this expose of this like hate filled church. It was great. It was weird. Um, But anyway, while we were in Topeka, we rented movies to give ourselves a break. And we were so excited. We're like, oh, so much emotional labor. We're so tired talking to these bigots all day. Let's watch House of the Dead. It looks rad. And it was more tiring to watch House of the Dead. Fucking <laughs> 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 like awful movie. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's 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 hard to. I so for me, the games that I that I play and like the, the storylines and, and the writing mm-hmm. and, and the amount of like the amount of passion that you see in a lot of these video game series: Mass Effect, Halo, Resident Evil, um, Assassin's Creed, like. There's oh, a lot of passion that goes yeah. into, that goes into these video games that you just can't adapt into film. You just really can't. Yeah. It's just it's it one you can't you can you can't condense 
the the stuff that they put in it because a lot of this stuff is really deep, especially Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I didn't even bother with the movie. The, yeah. They're making another one. Like, I didn't bother with the movie. No, no, don't even. The movie is doesn't the the, the video game series. Yeah, of course, one of the best. Just, just, franchises. just go on YouTube. Just go, just go on YouTube and just look up Assassin's Creed. Like the, somebody could do the cutscenes of like everything of the game. Yep. And you like it's, it's like so, a movie. Like, it would be better than any movie you've ever seen. Yeah. Even the Assassin's Creed movie with Michael Fassbender. Yeah, like it's. I've so watched. Good. I've watched one of it. I was like, this is fucking amazing. How this game is. I don't know who. Like it's the concept. They should, of it. Put, they should just put that out. Animate all the cutscenes together and just put it out in theaters. It's that that much production. That's what that guy did on, on YouTube. Yeah, but like the, so. There's uh, like take Uncharted for example. Right. So the the cast Uncharted great action adventure game, great great right. love games, it. I played them all. They're, they're them making all. that movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're making it, and they got Tom Holland to be Drake, to be Nathan Drake. And you're like, it. Sometimes the the fan version of those adaptations is way better to than whatever Hollywood does. Uh-huh. There's actually a series. It was Street Fighter series that was like a fan fan-made one it was like nine episodes or something like that and it's they have there's a ken this is where you did both real martial artists actually everybody in it is is a martial artist um and they speak japanese and they have really good special effects and they actually really tell the story of ken and ryu uh and their master uh, uh goken yeah, I think I think I might. I think I, I think I've I saw the I saw the really Mortal well Kombat fan one. And that one was super good. That was that was, that was like ten years that ago. Was, yeah, that was that amazing. One. How I was like, why did they not put this out? Like, who in the fuck? <laughs> this Mortal Kombat uh, series is amazing. Um, well, the, the, go ahead. Uh, keep going. Keep going. And because uh, was it uh, who's the guy that directed that or wrote that? Michael Jai uh, White was he the one that? Yeah, yeah, he's the one that. Talking about that Mortal Kombat little. Yeah, like, that sub series. It was that was insanely that was good, dope. insanely good. I wanted to, I want to watch the yeah. full full movie of that, and then the same thing happened with like a. Uh, um, Andres is bringing up a uh, Halo. Halo's been like struggling in development for years because it's just they just can't get their shit together with exactly how well, this the, is supposed the, to be. The original, well, the original company Bungie doesn't do it anymore. Oh, yeah. So, so, you know, when, when Bungie left, I knew that, that, that series that like, you know, the hands of the master chief and that Mm storyline was up to, you know, Microsoft studios and three, four, three industries, you know? So it's like, but you're, you're taking like, it's, 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 it's almost like, like George Lucas made the original Star Wars trilogy. Then you got other people making movies based off of his material by their understanding of it you're not going to get the same thing you know like it's, yeah, it's, it's like the, it's like the first half really of game of thrones versus the last half of game of thrones right yeah. oh you want to yep. go there yep <laughs> well if you're talking that's a perfect it's still 2019 man about uh yeah uh like video game adaptations and hbo adaptations because i think you make a good point about condensing the story but I think that it's getting to a point where people are seeing video game like two film adaptations as less necessary because so many people are already engaging with the video game. Like 
You don't need exactly. to make it a movie. Everyone already t- did the story in its other medium. Like that, that medium of storytelling through gaming is becoming so legit. Uh, so we just played through Last of Us 1 and 2 in quarantine. Uh, I love those games. So it's my game. third time on the oh first one. Gosh. But speaking of that, adaptations, that's actually going to... Last of Us is being adapted by HBO, but as a miniseries. So they can just do the whole story. I feel like if we do see adaptations, they're going to be miniseries for that exact reason. Yeah. I would oh. love to see a, a five-film Mass yeah, Effect that's a good franchise. But... Colin brought The Witcher. The Witcher is such a good... The Witcher is pretty good. Is it good? good. Uh, did you play the game? I never played The Witcher. Oh, uh, so it yeah, good? it's. I haven't seen it or played it. Yeah, I mean either. Yeah, I've, never, never got into it. Have you like one of one game that has some of the best like cut scenes in it? Is have you any of y'all played Metal Gear Solid? Oh, oh yeah, that <laughs> game has some like Metal Gear Solid Two. That's the first time I ever played that game. But that, the the scenes in that were so fucking good to me. I was just like. I love this game. This is, I feel like I'm in a movie right now playing like, mm-hmm. and I'm controlling. That was so good. Oh, yeah. Metal Gear Solid was PlayStation 2? One. One, one, one. The first one. Yeah. PlayStation yeah. 1. So I, I remember, so I remember that that game was great, but I remember playing the second one where they brought in Raiden was the other character. And I remember being towards the end of like the last boss fight. And I thought I lost the game because there's a part of the game I'm spoiling mm-hmm. for people. Um, when you get to the end and you're fighting the final boss, there's like some weird glitch that comes yes. across your screen. And then all of a sudden, the screen that you're on shrinks to the bottom and it looks like the game over screen. Yeah. And it says fission mailed instead of mission failed. Yeah. Right. I remember <laughs> I that part that. too. I thought, I, I thought my, my game messed up. I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And my, did, did I, I was, I was going to smash my PlayStation. I was like, I was going to smash it. I was like, <laughs> I can't believe... Those developers yeah. are, are assholes for that. I turned my I turned my stuff off. Because you, you, you know, if both of us had that reaction, somebody had to broke break their system because they thought it, it broke. For, no, I for, I for I MGS two. So I literally started mm-hmm. over. Like, uh, I, I, like it, it gives you the option. Oh, the it gives you the option. It's trick you because your boss has gone evil and is fucking with your implant to make you think. Right, you started over. So, Holy so shit. I picked, so I picked restart, and it sent me back. Oh, ah, man. no! Oh man! <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna put, I'll put myself out. I left my that. TV on. I was too afraid that I was like not gonna get back. I was like, fuck this! I'm gonna figure out how to fix this in the morning. <laughs> wow! I, I, I never no, played the, that game. The, the only, the only time I would ever. I would ever do the whole like leave the game on is when I was playing Final Fantasy VII, and you play that game for hours and hours and hours, yes. and you wouldn't think to like, oh, I need to save this game, I need to save this game. You're like just going, going, going. Next thing you know, you wake up and you just see do 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 game over. Uh-huh. You wake up like six in the morning, you're like, no, because some auto fight look- spawned on you and you died because yeah. you didn't take a turn. Yep, and it and then you got to go back to like your saves and you're looking like. Wait, three hours ago? <laughs> no, I'm done. <laughs> three I'm hours done. ago was oh. was like eight levels ago. Especially if you spent those three three hours like in the woods killing mice to level up. Leveling up. Oh <laughs> god, if you're grinding, that's so heartbreaking. Yo, Metal Gear Solid One is my favorite game of all time. It's the game I played it's through a great the most. Game. Really? They also fuck with you in a like a postmodern gaming way. There's two things I love about that game. One is that at one point in the game, uh you're told to get in touch with Meryl via your codec. 
and uh, mm-hmm. the code for it you don't know. And then a character in the game says, it's on the back of the CD case, Snake. And he's talking about the a picture that's on the back of the game case. You have to go pick up your game case and look. And then there's a little screen cap where it says Meryl wow. and then her, her phone number. And then huh. the other part is Psychomantis. He's a psychic and he predicts your moves. So you can't, um, he'll know what you, oh, where you're going to be. Yes. You have to switch the controller into the other port to beat him. From port one to port two. Yeah. And I had a, yep, I had a friend I who, some they, they do a bunch of crazy things in that game that are just so clever. Kojima. My, my buddy, um, my best friend when I was a kid beat metal or beat Psychomantis without switching the controller port because he tricked him by like firing guns into a corner and then running. But he spent literally all of his ammo on that fight and had to start the game over because uh, he couldn't progress you after doing it. Afterwards, yeah. yeah. Man, that's that was a that was a trick and and so God of War three, also amazing franchise. If you haven't yeah, played any God of War, the last one, one is still. like that'd one of a, the best ever. It's a, it's the only game that that it doesn't have any cutscenes. It literally it's a one shot, one camera shot game the entire time. It never cuts. But anyway, yeah. great choice for Love God of War. They're probably going to make a movie out of it because the story is so compelling. But anyway, at the end of God of, God of War 3, I'm spoiling it. It's been years. Um, so you go, you beat up and kill all the gods of Olympus, Zeus being the last one. And at the end, you're, it, it turns to POV and you keep punching Zeus in the face. You keep punching it and you have to hit like L1 and R1 or whatever. Oh, keep punching, keep punching. That. And then the, the screen goes red, like the blood starts splashing on the screen. And it keeps going and going until the screen is totally red. And what happened to a lot of people was like, I got to keep punching because there's got to be something. There's got to be something. And your screen is entire red. I went on for five minutes just punching Zeus in the face. And you can still hear the sound. You can still hear everything. The, like the screen is just full of blood. And there, there's nothing actually. Nothing happens. You could, you could have stopped. I could have stopped once. <laughs> I, I, I will. I will say. I will say this though. A lot of games, and and I'm because I'm playing it mostly right now. Like a lot of the Call of Duty games that have been coming out in recent years, mm-hmm. are those seamless transitions to cutscenes. Some, you know, you play games back in the day. I'm just gonna pick one out of the air. Final Fantasy Seven. Loading. You play a level, and all of a sudden, black screen, cutscene, cutscene, cutscene black screen loading game back on now it's just like it's it's like a seamless transition now and then like there's even times where i've like you know where i'll play uh you know call of duty like modern warfare where like i'm like oh cool cutscene i'm watching it but then i gotta hit a button real quick oh crap yeah like, yeah like, right you, know, like that. Yep. you gotta pay attention to these games now like they actually like uh like tomb raider the new tomb raider yep. games are like that but put- like, you'll be in the middle of a cutscene. And all of a sudden, like you're like, oh, cool. And like, oh, wait, oh, and then you like you miss it, and like you get you get like ran into a stake, or so you're dead. Mm-hmm. You're like, you know, I so like I, I yeah, I like how games now you have to pay attention um, the whole time. Are are not even that. It's just like like they're 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 immersive now. It's not like finish the level, done, yeah. cutscene, next level. Like I, I do like that movie immersive kind of like. That, like that that part of the games nowadays like it, it makes me feel like i'm actually a part of the game i think like the character you know like it's it's it i do like that i like that about movies mm-hmm. when movies make me think like when they make me put me in a position of 
I got to think like this guy. Mm-hmm. Like Memento is like the game, the movie that I think about. Yeah, really. makes sense. We're like, man, I got, I got to like, okay, I can't remember everything because this guy doesn't remember anything. So I got to think like this guy to figure out why this movie is the way it is. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like Christopher Nolan movies. But anyway, yeah. uh, there's a small hey, challenge. Insane. I'm gonna watch. But like, I like games. I like on video, Monday. I like video game. I like video games that I know. I want to see that one too. I like video games that that do that because it it taps into that that flow state that 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 kind of like disconnect mental state that you're in in video games where you just kind of lose track of everything and you're just like immersed in that and you you know you you your heart races for certain moments you you kind of like feel bad at certain moments i, I like games that have you have played that last of us like have you played the last of us parts of it i i i played parts of the first one i haven't played it all the way man through. you got to start that game and just get invested like there's that game like uh i'm gonna turn my volume down in case it's me uh on the echo there but that game like i i'm incapable of playing of finishing that game without feeling like the heart's been ripped out of my chest like Best i just sit there like oh, yeah it hurts it's yeah i know game. it's what it, i mean they yeah. if hollywood could come up with this this type of shit in terms of the writing that that'd be dope it wouldn't get like shit movies anymore because the the amount of writing and character um development that happens in games now red dead redemption was one of the best i've ever played the 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 first and the second one when you're like okay you actually have a conscience when you're playing this game you're going i could be a bad guy i could be a good guy and depending on how i act there's another one like that too which one uh mass effect Effect's like that too yeah i always went for paragon i'm such a nerd dude it i i've tried just just for the simple fact of just if i could be like a renegade yeah i can't like i just can't i, I don't it, want to i don't like the way me. i don't like because seeing like, them i don't people want anybody get hurt. to die yeah yeah, yeah exactly. nobody's gonna aspire to be a plumber to be an italian plumber <laughs> have any of y'all watched uh any of these uh twitch game players like play some of these games yeah my brother we're i'm doing it now oh you you, during... you twitch and you well like... i just started a um so i have a twitch thing that i tried out early in quarantine that I don't know, like I don't have the best setup for my retro system, so there's a bit of a lag. But I just started a new thing called Ultra Loop with some uh, some of the people I was streaming with um, before, and uh, it's like kind of a little bit of everything. But we've been playing a lot of Fall Guys, and I'm actually gonna start doing some retro retro streams again because my setup's a little better now. But yeah, I got a little uh, got a little setup where I play NES games and Genesis games and stream and talk the whole the whole nice. industry is so unique like because back with when we were like the golden age when we were like talking about all these earlier games we didn't have all these resources to kind of make your own like have a career like all these people new gamers that i'm seeing playing all kinds of games i, I would thought they were all going to be shooter games but i've seen people no. seeing some guys playing grand theft auto and not even doing the missions just kind of running around and and doing random shit and they have thousands of people in a stream watching them just go and do random ass shit and that's their career it's something about job. watching someone else's play it, 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 and i and I've, i'm I, yeah i follow i follow a bunch of like game like uh video gamers dude and it's something about it's entertaining it's like a i don't know it's like i don't know how to i don't know i don't know i don't know how to explain it but why it's entertaining to watch somebody it's vicarious play. vicarious behavior you're like is that the word yeah. Or, or you, I don't know if you do. I feel like is it like yeah. am I a voyeur? Because I no, I'm not a. Voyeur. It's just something that's entertaining watching 
how they I because I because I think you know what you would do, but I'm like, what what would you do in this situation and stuff like that? It's because I never I would I, I would have never thought nostalgia. I would just be sitting at home on my computer watching somebody play Grand Theft Auto. Like usually that's what I do for hours and just run around stealing all kinds of cars and just or or helicopters and just flying around. But somebody else does that. You know, to, you know what to me to going going it yeah keep going with the theme of like watching gamers game. Like it's it's kind of for me it's kind of cool whenever I see like 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 movie stars or sports icons like playing these games you know like they're like they're like me they're yeah <laughs> you're falling no, for that like, shit mm-hmm. like, like for for the longest time it's like you, you think these people are just like I mean you know I've met I've met movie stars I've met musicians and stuff like that but like I mean like for for the most part you think these people are just like. Like, man, I can never relate to these people because they're nah. Come on, you it's know, a PR movie. Yeah, like, right. No, but it, but it's so I saw because cool. I saw like yeah when Drake was playing Fortnite and he was like geeking out because he was playing with that other what's that other big gamer Ninja Ninja. And he was like, I'm yeah. such a big fan of yours, and he's like, and he's no, it's not. Nah, just... No, see, see me like 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 for me like the the, the person recently that I've been the the, me, the the person I've been watching recently is Ronda Rousey. Oh, she's nice. What is she Ronda playing? Ronda Rousey. He plays like a, a it's a Dragon Ball game. Oh wow! Dragon Ball nice. Fighter Z. Like, like I I'm not sure exactly what game it is, but she's flying around as Goku. Oh, Dash, like, Kakarot, Dragon Ball Kakarot. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, like it's but it's Ronda Rousey. Like you think like this badass chick that just like beats people up for a living, mm-hmm. like that's all she does. She's a WWE superstar. Like you think like she's this yeah. tough tough chick, and I'm like, she Wait, like she's a really, like, you know, like, she's really like, oh, entertaining God. person to kind of watch on social media. She has a, her own farm. Where she kind of self, is self sufficient, where yeah. she has like animals and they make lay eggs, and she has a like water collects water and uses that in her like. She's a really yeah. interesting person, like to kind of watch. Oh, that. he got his beer. Yeah, Adam got his beer. It's on now. Finally, cheers, y'all. Cheers, cheers, cheers. cheers. I, I think I think when it when it for me for me real quick like when it comes to celebrities, whether it's a PR move or not, like. It's cool that you know they want to take like, interest. It's cool in. they game. It's cool that they game. No, like, that's fine. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not listening. You know? Listen, like, it's like, Alex, man, like, Alex. people are like they're like me. Alex, I like it too. It's good for them. I'm just, I'm just saying that sometimes it does, it doesn't feel like genuine. Well, then pick a different celebrity that feels more genuine. No, I know. I don't even watch I think them. You're I don't so give a shit. Jaded, like by yeah, probably. Yeah. No, because <laughs> no, I mean, I, I know, I know that so, some of them are really into it. I get that. Uh, and actually, when you know some gamers out there, you know, get uh, you know celebrity status just because they Twitch. I guarantee you, there's a lot of hot girls on Twitch that play video games that have millions of viewers yeah, and do. subscribers. Because they're hot and they play video games. But yeah, but there's all, I mean, that's like, it's with any industry. There's always going to be people who are Oh yeah, it works for them. What are are people selling, you know? Uh, Are they selling like, I'm cute and I play video games? And are they selling like, uh, you know, there's certain streamers who are like, I'm going to play a game I suck at and I'm going to get better at it over time. And that's the gimmick, you know? The first time I streamed, I did Ninja Gaiden because I can beat it in an hour. And I was like, this is something I can do gaming wise that other people, not everyone can. So that was my shtick. But then I realized that there's no future in that. Cause what am I going to do? Play the same NES you're game. Not every a girl time. and have big tits. <laughs> well, I'm simplifying. Yeah. But then, but then a bunch you know, of them still have to be good at the game. Cause they, they stream exactly. a lot. Does it really matter? 
Yeah, it's not just that they're a pretty yeah. girl. They're still no. I'm sure they're good at shit. They can still kick our ass. I'm talking fighter. about that that small percentage of like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. Can someone? You're cynical. Me? I agree. With I, know I am. <laughs> <laughs> I know, no, because it's like some of them. I mean, I'm I'm not thinking about the majority. I'm saying they're out there. I mean, Let's be realistic now. Yeah, well, everyone's but, but, out but there. They're, they're, not, they're, all, like they're not all there with bad intentions, though. Yeah, no, no, yeah. No. I mean that's all. It, it's every medium, mm-hmm. though. Every, every every media outlet. I mean, it has it has its good and bad. Let's mm-hmm. just you know, for simple. I, I never said it was bad. It I did not say it was bad. No, 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 I'm just saying I'm just saying I mean it's probably the wrong wrong terminology, but I'm saying like every thing that we take in and 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 watch or digest or whatever, like it has this good and bad element. Yeah. What, depending on your point of view or I'm how you sure there's whatever. like right. I'm pretty sure but, there's uh, like yeah. shitty ass yeah. like so. hot lawyers that just barely faded <laughs> by and you know you wouldn't That's you wouldn't funny. you wouldn't ever like want to hire her as your lawyer but she's she's freaking hot and legally they blonde. get it real they get got the, the life but it's just but then there's also legally blonde okay but she she's a fantastic lawyer so yeah she, no. did, she did go she, it's harvard right there she goes to yeah alex yeah. froze mm-hmm. yeah alex froze <laughs> you're sorry i'll be like <laughs> i know you're like let's move on yeah i mean they can't People freeze. It's, it's a, Zoom. Yeah, it's oh, Zoom. People freeze. I thought he was it's, holding the post. He was really thinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he moved. He moved from the patio to his closet. So I think uh, he'll be back. He'll be back. That's so, all do good. y'all do y'all have any interest in uh, picking up one of these um, arcade one up cabinets? Have you see, have you seen these? They sell them at Walmart. They're like mm-hmm. three hundred bucks each. I don't know what that have is. You seen these? Oh, well, what's on it? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna share my screen real quick. I'm on their website because. I thought it was interesting. Can you all see this? Uh-huh, yeah. Screen? So, yeah, it's called Arcade 1-Up. Uh, they straight up have these at Walmart. Like, uh, I've seen them there. They're not that big. Uh, they come slatted out. You build it at home, kind of like Ikea furniture. And they're slightly smaller than scale. Like, um, they're designed for, like, one person standing up. So they're not quite as big as a classic cabinet. But they are officially licensed cabinets. Check this one out. This is the one I want. What's on it? Just Ninja Turtles? Uh, so it, so this one has the first arcade game and then Turtles in Time on it. Uh, uh, Turtles in Time, my jam. Right? So this is a good scale photo of these these folks playing. So like you can see it's a little smaller than a Wait, cabinet in the arcade. What what about the – we have one at the office. We have, we have one of those big uh, uh, like arcades custom made with our like company logo and everything. And it has 4,000 games on it. I shit you not. Right. 4,000. Fallout Theater it, downtown has one of those. Dude, it's it's insane. Like it's all categorized fighting games. This is Neo Geo. This is you know SNK. This is Marvel. This is Mar- uh, the Mega Man series. And you're like, how do you like? I have I have my Xbox, the original Xbox modded, and I have all Super Nintendo, Nintendo Genesis, Master System, 64, uh, loaded on there, and I always play the same like ten games. Right. <laughs> and seriously, I play Streets of Rage 2, I play Yoshi Island, um, and I play, uh, what's it called? I play Excited by them once in a while, and I'll play Mario Kart. Well, that's fine. But the point is, like, what's the point of having, like, 4,000 games? Like, when, do you, when are you ever going to get through even 100? Yeah, but yeah I mean, those are actually cheap. throw a random but, one on just for fun, but you're going to... Yeah, that could be fun. If you like, like, I mean, spin the I, wheel. I, like, collect my carts and stuff, but... You know, I'm I'm in some collectors groups online and like I follow the Reddit subs on like video game and movie collectors. 
and man uh some of those some of the video game collectors i like i wouldn't know what to do with that they you know they have like a looks like a GameStop in their house like it's every cart some people like buy every cartridge ever released for something and while there's a like compulsive part of me that's like gotta catch them all i also know that I probably already own all the game carts that are my favorite games. It's going to be there very rare that I that I discover one that becomes my new favorite. Although it did happen before quarantine, I did find a really sweet uh, reproduction card on Etsy for this crazy uh, Japanese shooter where you play a witch on a, a girl witch on a broom uh, called wow. Para- Panorama Cotton that rules. <laughs> Man, only you would know that shit. That's crazy. It's fun. No, nah, that's dope. That's freaking dope. But that's yeah, I, I agree with you. You don't need 3,000 games. No one needs that. No. At least we do at our co- at our company. I don't even know <laughs> if you have time for 3,000 games. I only have time for five these days. I mean, it, you were talking about how immersive games are. And then if you started by Dead Redemption 2 today and you played every day and you didn't work, it would still take you a while to beat it with everything. Yeah, like weeks, if not months, to get everything. Oh, with all the side stories and, and everything in there, like it's just... yeah. I mean, I mean, and and if you're like a, a how do you call it, a completionist, completionist. Oh, the hundred percent completionist. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I, yeah, I did yeah, that like, for the first one. It took me a while, but I did it. You got it. You got a hundred percent. Okay, I get up to like eighty. Do that for There's the retro no games. No new. I don't do that. I don't even worry about that for new games. I don't even give a shit. I walk past items. I'm like, there's no way. It's too big. <laughs> well, for the for Fred, Red Dead Redemption, I I got the hundred percent completion. I wasn't trying for it. I just happened to just be riding around. And all of a sudden, like, whoop, whoop. come on, you have to like, collect all this <laughs> like, stuff. It just I, it just popped up like hundred percent completion. So I was like, oh damn. I did hundred percent Spider Man. I did hundred percent God of War. Oof. The the last one. Yeah. So that is a really yeah, good I mean, game series though. Yeah, I got to buy that new one. And I got to Oh, I never gave you my answer about what's my favorite fighting game of all time. Okay. Uh, I'm going to tell you now it's, it's Soul Calibur 2 and Oh. Yeah. Nice that's one. the appropriate reaction. Oh. Yeah, it is. It is. And yeah. I need to buy Soul Calibur 6. Y'all are reminding hey, me there's a few PS4 I, games I need to pick up. I actually up. downloaded I think I downloaded it for free on Xbox Game Pass. Oh really? I think it's free. Soul Calibur two. Soul Calibur six. The one Adam was just oh, talking about. Oh dang! Yeah, I want to play that. Her, it's awesome. I haven't played it. I just actually. So my my ten year old. <laughs> it's funny when my ten year old she sees me playing video games. I, I I don't play. I try not to play violent fighting, shooting games or whatever. But the simple fact that WWE two K nineteen and Soul Calibur, or, I'm sorry, uh, Soul Calibur six has creative players. I have mm-hmm. to create her nice. on the game. Like, it's just like, she's like, you're going to make me on the game. And then like, she gets really upset whenever I like, I've been here on WWE 2K19 and I, I match her up in a, in a, in a, in a match with like Alexa bliss. And she loses to Alexa bliss immediately hates Alexa bliss. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> and I'll watch like, I watch wrestling every now and then. She's like, Oh, that's Alexa bliss. Boo! She gets hit, nice. it, man. So, <laughs> getting into it. So yeah. Hey, so hey, I, guys, I think so. Um, yo. Yeah, we gotta change the subject because there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff happening right now. So I'm hopping on Twitter. So 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 right now, like, uh, you know, it's the final night of the RNC, 
and yeah. and, See, and, 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 Tr- and Trump is, uh, but this is happening right now. <clears throat> and Trump is doing his, uh, he's doing his speech. There is a, there's thousands of people at by the White House right now protesting, and like it, it like during his speech, during his speech, like it. That, uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm cool with that. That's not. That, it's what? That, what, is, what do you mean? Like, why would you not? Yeah, what are you not cool with? No, I mean, it's it's the it's the Republican convention. Like, let them have their moment. They shouldn't they shouldn't be doing it on the White House lawn? It's a violation. Oh, is that what it, what it was on the White House lawn? They're in public. Oh, they're wow. and now and it's like yeah, there's a mob. Like it's 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 being it's on like I'm seeing it all over my feed right now, and it's it's looking intense. That's incredible. Wait, so pe- incredible. Yeah, trying to find it. Wait, you saying uh, so? Is the, there's the rule so that says you can't have it on the White House house lawn. You can't. There's a thing called the Hatch Act, which basically is just that you can't, you can't equate the office of presidency uh-huh. with a candidate. So by having a convention on the White House lawn, it's a huge unfair advantage for the Republicans because in the mind of the average American watching, they're equating Donald Trump and Republicans with the White House as if he belongs there. Oh. Inherently undermines so, a fair election. So, yeah, while he's giving his speech, like, they're, they're, they're trying to drown it out. Like, everything. I mean, also, he should be drowned out everywhere. He yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, I, I, but I get also, that. just like, right, I mean, right, right, I mean, right now, from all the videos, like, ABC News is is showing this and breaking news breaking news yeah but like right now it looks peaceful but it's like it's like a are they just yelling outside the gate or something yeah thousands of people thousands you know what's amazing too is the i'm watching the feed and these thousands of people i can't i'm scanning the crowd i haven't seen a single one of them with without a mask on but you without go the a other mask Know that all the protesters have masks on, and you flip to the other side of the fence at the White House, mm-hmm. and it's a lawn full of people without masks. Mm-hmm. They just sit like a, a chair apart, and yeah, that's good. I mean, yeah, I hope that it's good. I said that at the top of the stream, and I kind of felt bad about it, but you know, I'm not above wish- wishing that uh, those that a few of those people catch COVID. And I'm not talking, I'm talking about Trump. Yeah. Let me be clear. I'm (laughs) not talking about the protesters. Yeah. Uh, Fuck, I'm fuck you out of the protesters. This is amazing. Can we share the live feed? Yeah. I I don't know if you're allowed to, we we might get, no, we might get put on it. it. Let me see. I might be able to, I just saw a great comment earlier. earlier. I mean, don't, don't, don't play the audio. Alex earlier uh there's a video uh there's a video um from now this politics that's the straight up protest feed too and it's live I just saw a great comment reminded me of what you said earlier Alex of how people invoke the name of God and uh this this girl commented uh this girl commented if Jesus were here now y'all would call him a socialist freak I'm like good good point Uh, here's a quote from what it something you just said to save as many lives as possible, we are focusing on the science, the facts, and the data. Oh, let me say it again. To save as many lives as possible, we are focusing on the science, the facts, and the data. Oh. And people won't buy it. That I mean, at this point, if you're a fan, you're going to vote for them. I don't know. Yeah, there's, there's no, I, I mean, at this point, there's, people, there's, so there's no changing anyone's vote. It, the only thing that yeah. you can do is, uh, it, but people that are, that are dead set on, 
not participating at all because they're so irritated or frustrated is trying to get them to change their mind to come out and vote either way. Like that's yeah. the only people that, but there's nobody that that's made up their mind that they're going to go vote. That's going to switch either way. Yeah. Garrett is not switching his vote. No, it doesn't matter no. what you say. Maybe, maybe though we can, we can groundhog day Garrett and people like him and set their calendars back. So they miss the vote. I know. <laughs> Gotta get this guy out of there. Y'all. Yeah. Go on a fourth Garrett. It's going to get so much. Happening. It's going to get so like, I'm just, I keep having flashbacks to arguing with friends in 2016 and being like, y'all, he is like, he is going to have martial law. He is going to have camps. Like, this guy is a fucking Nazi. He's told you who he is. Believe him. And they're like, no, he can't get away with that. He can't. And then we flash forward and everything's awful. 180,000 people have died from this virus now under his leadership. Like, we, I, like, I seriously do not see any other option other than voting against this guy because he's his death. Like this, it's like yeah. he's this it's like fucking Grim Reap- death, Grim Reaper in the flesh. I, the thing that that the thing that keeps like uh, making me so furious is they this aren't they have this like saying where they're like this is Joe Biden's America. If you don't vote for me, you're gonna you're gonna see more of this. This is you're the Yo, president. Destroy this country. You're the president. This is you what you. It's, this is your America. <laughs> he's not even president, but you're. You're trying to pass it off like this is what the Democrats want you to do. Like this is your Same country. Same with Obama. They just scared the shit out Blame of you. Obama. They just scared the shit out of you, so you vote for them. It's really, it's it's like it's politics one hundred and one during the election year. Yeah, but oh, it, how, I was like, how do how do they not see that that's spin? Like you're you're saying it's somebody else, but you're clearly the person in charge. Like you you clearly don't have the 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 capability to like to talk to both sides. But don't you blame the people in power. Yeah, so don't don't blame the people up there taking advantage of their position. Blame the people who actually put them there. That's it. He, I just man that I've been so I've been you, y'all know I'm like a, a film super fan, mm-hmm. and uh, lately I've been trying to watch a bunch of old silent movies and stuff, and like just get back. I just been trying to watch old movies. I keep watching movies from the 30s, and I gotta say, like every movie from the 30s I watch that is about like war in some way, like or especially like any foreign films from the thirties feel so fucking too eerily familiar. Like they feel so on like all the things people are saying about war and blame and how leaders are blaming and how like they're, Mm -hmm. you know, criticizing Hitler at the time, because in the thirties in Germany, Hitler was very popular and there were two left leaning political parties. One was more of what you might describe as Democrats. They were like liberals, but not super revolutionary. And there was like a revolutionary leftist group and those groups, the leftists and the liberals couldn't fucking get along and they never picked a viable candidate to go against them. And he won the election. So like I've been watching a lot of movies from the thirties and I got to say, it feels so eerie and familiar. And I, I don't even like, I would rather, I would rather be proved completely wrong and be like, cool. I sounded like a crazy person. I don't give a shit. I'll say it. He's a fucking Nazi. He's going to try. He's, he's death. Uh, and I'd rather sound crazy than yeah. Uh, well, right. it's sorry. Like, it's, it's, it's like it's like my like my favorite history professor always told me is like history. Repeat yourself. It, well, here here you go. Because <laughs> like, somebody would say that it's like well, the, history can never repeat itself because you can't have an exact repetition of what happened in the past, but it sure as hell rhymes. Ah. Uh. That's a good that's asterisk to the expression. That makes so, sense. 
when he said that, I was just like, yeah, like that's, that's, I can't argue that. Like that's, you know, like that's very true. Like it's just, I don't know, man. It's just, it's crazy. Like I I watched a little bit of the RNC yesterday and. Did you fall asleep? No, I felt pretty fucking offended that this Puerto Rican woman called her mother an immigrant to the United States. I'm like, when did I become an immigrant to this country? Like <laughs> what? Like when she said that, like I lost, I lost my mind. I'm like, you know how like we always take the man card from people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, you are like, like I just been like, there's what you're not Puerto Rican to me. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. What is wrong with you? Like your mother is not an immigrant. She may be a migrant completely different but when she said like oh my mother's a you know a mi- immigrant you know to a, the united states immigrant blah blah i'm like bro like we've been part of this country since like the early 1900s like we've been a part of this country almost as long as the cubs not winning a world series like i mean like we, we <laughs> you know like like what is what we're it's just like it's just crazy like how how like I watch these and even the DNC has, has their moments too. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to bag on either one of them. Like it's, it's a, it's a pony show, you know, like, like I like the, like the other day, like I was watching, um, uh, what was I watching? I guess it was the DNC, but it's just like, you know, like, like to Lucy, the, uh, was it, she's a governor Senator from Hawaii. Oh yeah. Tulsi Gabbard? Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard. There you go. Like, was not invited to speak. And I'm like, that's, Andrew the, Yang one wasn't per- either. that's the one person that I want to speak. She's not only a woman. She's, she's a, a veteran. Like, and, and every time I saw her in any of the, de- the Democratic debates, she made the most sense to me, at least. I mean, I could, I could be, I mean, that's just my opinion, but like, she made the most sense. And I'm like, I would have, I mean, honestly, if I was Joe I mean, Biden, I would have nabbed her versus Kamala Harris. That's just me. But she's more, she was no. more divisive. I think Tulsi was more divisive because of, I forget why, honestly, it's been too much fucking information. I don't remember yeah. why, but I no, remember I mean, she called, she called that Kam- uh, Kamala Harris on her record. That, that thing went viral mm-hmm. the day of. And again, just when, uh, when Harris when was, was, uh, nabbed, was yeah. not, not nominated. So yeah. don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say that Democrat, like, it's a weird position because I feel like this point in history, we're at a point where we could really push for some substantial, like, gr- like earth-shaking change. And it feels like such a weird compromise to say to vote for Democrats who are still entrenched in that system. But I just look at Trump and the Republicans and I'm like, well, I got to vote against the fucking Grim Reaper over here. And also that whole thing you were saying about uh, her calling her mom an immigrant. I mean, she's playing right in the hands of these, like, I firmly believe that like Trump is a white supremacist. I think Stephen Miller, his advisor, is an avowed white supremacist. Like I and I think that having someone refer to her mom, who is a US citizen as an immigrant, is like almost handing them this platter of like, yes, people who are from uh people who are from Spanish speaking countries or who are brown are all immigrants and yeah. real Americans look like you. Uh-huh. I, I, I would you know there's a dog I, whistle maybe, there. Maybe maybe I'll have to do some research just for my personal self, but like I, I have family that lives in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. I'd like to know like what they felt or what they thought of whenever somebody that is a U.S. citizen 
just like me, just like my family, just like that woman that spoke, said that, you know, another U.S. citizen is an immigrant. Like, I just, I, to me, this it's like... It's, it's a slap in the face. I mean, it, yeah, no, it yeah, really exactly. is. It really it, is. It is. Up. I mean, it's, it's already a slap in the face of the fact that, like, like Puerto Ricans, like, like a vast majority of Puerto Ricans, I can't give, can't give you the numbers, but a lot of us do serve in the military. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking for myself, but a lot of us have served in the military for God knows how many years, you know, and for somebody to that has a platform like that. Take the fact that it's the RNC out of the way. You have a platform to speak to millions of people. And there's a lot of people in this country, black, white, like there's a lot of people in this country, doesn't matter what color you are, that don't even think Puerto Ricans are even citizens of this country. Of course not. Yeah. There are I mean, of course not. Not, not they are, that. but I think people believe that. There's still people yeah. that believe that. And now you have a platform and you are, you are Puerto Rican yourself and you're feeding into that rhetoric and i'm like you were exactly the reason why people just write us off uh-huh. and then you get and then you get the president after maria shows up shooting basketball shots of toilet paper rolls at us uh-huh. like how much more demeaning does that get how much more belittling how much more redheaded stepchild sorry for redheads out there but how much redheaded stepchild do you have to be shown to be than we already are? Like, it's just crazy. Do y'all think, like, this, the way, like, all this news is happening and all the politics is going, do you think it's creating more racist? Because I, I truly no. feel like it, 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 or you think they've always no. been that way? They've always been there. They just didn't, didn't, didn't want to come. It's easier now to spot, to spot them out. Spot- Trump made them feel safe. Yeah, no, that's it's, all it is. it's 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 like me and my dad, and uh, I wish I, w- I wish my dad I wish my dad was still here. We would have talks about this stuff. My dad grew up in the fifties, in the sixties, in the middle of the civil rights like era. He wasn't in all these protests and stuff like that, but he saw like you know he saw a lot of that stuff in Philadelphia and New York. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the stuff he would talk about is like, man, like back before then, like racism was like it wasn't taboo like we view it today it was that was it like even like 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 my dad when we talk about jews he would call them by their racial slur when you talk about black people my dad would say it even to this even till he died like my dad would call whites jews italians blacks chinese like by those names because that was that was it like that's what you called those people it wasn't my dad was a racist you know, like that's that's how it was. Then the civil rights era happened. It was taboo to be openly racist. It was tab. It was it wasn't like you were like, oh, you're one of those people. You can't do that. But then you get a guy like Trump. I'm not saying specifically him, but people like him. But he has a big platform. Then then, it's like all these people that went into this hiding hole never changed their stripes they just no. dyed their hair you know like that's all they did they just like oh like i'm still they're they're they still have, the like, same they have racist a safe person. haven now to just kind of they were still the safe they were still the same racist person back in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s and the 90s but now you got a guy that's a president that I mean, that does that stuff they're like oh wait hold on a second 
if he could do that, then I can. And now it's just like, it's woodworks coming out like crazy, like gangbusters. I've always said like in the difference between here and Europe when it comes to racism is that over there, it's in your face. When someone's racist, they're proud and they show it. Like, look, I'm 100% French. I'm 100% German. Fuck you. Get out of my country. Right? And at least you know, yeah, don't go to that town and don't go to that uh, that area because that's where the racist motherfuckers live. That's where the mayor of this city is a member of the uh, far-right party. You know that. You just don't fuck with that. So you know how to avoid them. But here... They're like on the ground. You can't knows what. That's that's the most dangerous kind because people have those moments. And I mean, we yeah. could go back I, decades I, and decades. Everything has happened, but I, that's that's what's happening. I just wrote like a contest, and I just because I just had like this realization today, that, or not today, but like about kind of just the the mentality that's happening. It's because you know how we're like peaceful, all the peaceful protesters. Like there's safety in numbers when you all everyone goes out in a big group, you feel safer that way, but that's the same, the, it's just, it works exactly the same way for racists too. Like whenever they see another racist and they feel like, oh, there's another one like me, I feel safer, I can do this. Cause it's that, that, that same caring effect where people see themselves being videotaped, but they, they stop caring anymore. Cause there's so many of them now that they don't feel like there's any kind of, of repercussions. And people like the, the Garrett's of the world and all this stuff come and are just coming out or not coming out. Just, just, they feel like there's, I, I know so many more people that, that are like me, so I must be right. It's, it's just weird. I don't know how you, I don't know. I don't know if um, just putting, just switching the person in office is not going to fix that. I don't know how we're going to, we're not. We're, we're gonna step step going to step forward. No, 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 let's, let's be fair. This. It's not racism is never going to go away until people realize that. But how do but, I mean? It's not. But how do you? But how like like how do we put a cap on? Uh, do we do we put a cap on this? Like like how? No, like, no, do, you do don't we, put do a we, cap. Do, on, we, on, do on, we go on. back to people going back into woodworks and like we like it better when you held your racism inside. Or do we yeah. do we do do we just let them stay like right now and just have it? Hey, just be racist out in the open. This is not. This is just how the the culture we live in right now. Like, or no, forever. Everyone just be racist. Say what be you racist say. in your house. That that's. There are other times in history. There are there are biases and uh, isms and uh, prejudices that we are unaware of because society moved in such a way that they got away from those things mm -hmm. uh like granted i'm not trying to say that anything's getting better in the short term it's a lot of fucking work and a lot of bad shit but i don't think that it's an insurmountable goal i think that a lot of reason that trump is empowering people but also like when it comes to people feeling safer to be racist out in the open, I think there's also like this sense that we're confronting these issues and we're saying, hey, America has been a racist country, not just in terms of like people saying slurs and being out there being racist uh, in a more uh, maybe easy to see way, but like mm -hmm. our institutions are built to that's control. A, that's a different conversation. It is a different conversation. But like, I think that those, I think that when a lot of white people uh, especially like um, maybe 
upper middle class white people who feel like they've really earned where they're at. I think sometimes those people, um, when they see something like racism being confronted in a systemic way, they uh, they buck against it because they're like, wait, if that's true, that invalidates me. And they start mm-hmm. to feel insecure and angry. Uh, yeah. I think that's where the Garrett's of the world come in. I think that's why they feel more empowered because they're like, no, 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 no. I was taught that the civil rights movement and the baby boomers fixed all of this. Why are people still upset? I don't know. That's that's the vibe I get from like white moderates with their and conservatives with racism. But can I can I screen share one more time real quick? Yeah, and we need to wrap up soon. It's going to be two hours. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm just going to show you all this tweet because this is how I think. I think that uh, this sums up this this uh, dog whistling perfectly. So uh, this is like. Okay, this is like a Nazi tweet, and I'm going to sound like a crazy conspiracy theorist, but I, I have to be honest. It's straight up is a dog whistle to end all dog whistles. So this tweet is 88 characters long, and it's 14 words long. So this is like Stephen Miller, the Nazi guy. Steve, you all know Stephen Miller who like orchestrates yeah. Trump. This is his work. This isn't Trump. Uh, so 14 words, 88 characters. So the 14 words are like the, the white nationalists, like 14 words, like we... I don't know what they are. And then the 88 is HH, Heil Hitler, as well as the fact that he only ha- he has HH capitalized in here, and it's uh, heritage. Oh, read, read the thing. Huh. So people, people are listening. Oh, sorry, for people listening. This is, the, the tweet reads, this is a battle to save the heritage, history, and greatness of our country. Hashtag MAGA 2020. It is exactly 88 characters. It is exactly 14 words. And two H's are capitalized. That's one hell of a coincidence to have 1488 and HH and the word heritage all in one word. And I flat out cannot be convinced that this dude did not tweet this because he knows that it makes Nazis feel safe and it lets them know, Hey, your president's looking out for you. That's, That's why craziness. I think we're seeing more. And I'm not trying to certainly yeah. like, I'm a white person. I know that when, after Trump was elected, racist white people, I know seem to get more comfortable talking to me and trying to like get me in their little club and be like, mm-hmm. aren't you annoyed with the NFL lately? Aren't you annoyed with this? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, you just feel safer. You think that I'm going to back you up here. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'll shut up now. No, uh, no, we don't want you to shut up. Well, I just, I don't want to like, I don't want to be like, Hey, uh, um, I'm a white man. Let me talk about racism for a little bit. No, <laughs> I, 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 I never, like, I, I don't ever really buy into that. Cause I feel like you, you have more, Absolutely, I'm going to say right to to talk about it as anyone else. Like, I, I you, you I do really you do the work. I, I really you actually do the work. Yeah, and that's much appreciated. You do the oh, work. Well. I like hearing from people like Adam because he's like just like a great example of what an ally is supposed to be like, and just just speaking up for people like it's just I, I don't know. So I still see such a big chunk of people just so afraid to speak up because they don't want to like rub anybody the wrong way but at certain at a certain point you have to like you you have morals like you you know what's right and wrong like there yep. you shouldn't be the afraid to you, scary you shouldn't be afraid to like you speak up for morals like well it's, it's it's crazy to me like um for me um personally with my faith like i, I just got done reading a book it's called um <laughs> uh oh my gosh i'm blanking on it um imagine heaven right and it's about it's it's a pastor at my church he 30 plus years of studying people that had near-death experiences right and long Mm -hmm. story short 
he talks to these people that get these life reviews. There's a whole sec, there's a whole like few chapters on this book called about life review. And as I'm reading these, as I, as I, what, what is it? There's, well, they're talking about like, you know, when, when you, when you're in between, like when you die, when you're clinically dead, these people like rose mm-hmm. out of their body, saw their body where they were at and they flew off. And, you know, to them, they, they, they spoke with Jesus or with God. Right. And, but they got this life review. They got to see their whole life, the whole, like, you know how we always hear like the life flashes before your eyes thing. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. got to see their life review. And some of these people describe their life review of like, not just of like what they've done, but they got to see what their choices in their life affected other people and how their other people felt. Like it wasn't just about them. It was about like their mm-hmm. choices and how their choices affect affected other people. They felt the pain. They felt the anger. They felt everything that other people felt from their choices. And as I was reading this thing and like talking about all that like we're talking about right now of all these things right now, I'm like, like, I don't think people have that, 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 that weird little click in their brain of like, man, what, what are my, what am I saying or what am I doing or what are my actions right now affecting not just me, because a lot of us, and myself included, we do think selfishly to a point for certain things, right? Mm-hmm. But when it comes to things of, you know, just life, like people living, people living equally, people living fairly, people living with equal wages, equal whatever, whatever equal equality that you want, sexuality, whatever, like it to me. I'm going to keep believing. I'm going to keep praying that one day it will happen that one day we'll all snap and just have that moment of like, you know what? I need to get outside of myself. I need to think outside of myself. And I feel like, man, if, if my dad growing up in the civil rights era told me up until Obama got elected, is like, there ain't no way this country is going to vote a black man in the office. <laughs> and it happened i could believe anything could happen you know like yeah. any anything can <laughs> happen awful. anything can happen you know it it might it, it might not happen in our lifetimes guys i would love it for it to happen because i would love to have a podcast when we're all 60 65 years old and be like remember that time back in Damn, like remember that? back in that time in 2020 <laughs> when we were like man we wanted equality we wanted this and that and the other and we're we're getting it and we're all like old doing a podcast and like all of our old friends are watching a podcast mm-hmm. with us i man i tell you what i like i dream of that like i i i dream of that day i dream of it i appreciate I do, man. that i really do like I'll make sure I keep it running for, for another four I do, years. man, because, like, you know, like, you know, a lot of people that are listening or even watching right now, like, when I, when I messaged you guys the other day, like, it is heartbreaking, man, when we have this stuff over and over and over again. It's heartbreaking to me, man, yeah. because, because, like, it's people that are in Wisconsin right now that are dealing with this stuff, right? But, man, it, that, that stuff could happen right here in Austin, and it could be one of you guys. It could be me. Yeah. You know what I mean, and that's that. That's where well, my not Adam. It could be one of. No, it could be Adam, man. It could be. That's I'm it. kidding. It could I'm be kidding. any I'm one kidding. of us, man. And and like, and whenever stuff like that happens so far away, yes, it's far away. But for me, 
my brain and my heart immediately snap into people like you guys, people like my, yeah. my fiance, my, my 10 year old daughter, you know, like it, it snaps, it gets real, it gets real for me because I put myself in that, in that position, you know, and I, I know a lot of you guys probably feel the same way and do the same thing, but I, I will believe and I will continue to pray for it. <laughs> and I hope so that, that it will happen in my lifetime. If it doesn't, I hope it happens in my daughter's lifetime, in her daughter's lifetime, or whatever. But uh, that's that's what I. This is in. the highest praise of the podcast I've ever heard. I hope that we can go come back thirty years from now and do. Yo, man, I'm down again when we're in our sixty. I'm 60s. down, Alex. I feel I feel the exact same way. Like whenever I see these things, like it's be it's because it's like it's I can't understand how other people can just kind of continue on with their day. Like because I feel like it that that's that could have easily been any of us like and i and i feel so like emotionally kind of hurt and damaged by it like and i'm trying to kind of put like a a a happy pleasant face on but it's it's so it feels so personal like to me like and and i don't know and 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 and, and, and to all those weirdest and to all those trolls out there that are going to listen to this later or watching or even right now that say like, Oh, you can't feel personal to you because it hasn't happened to you. You can kiss my ass, like literally kiss my ass because, yeah. because it doesn't matter what you think. It's matters what I feel. And I, and it's not even a, it's not even a feeling towards me. It's a feeling for everybody. It's a feeling for these guys that are in this podcast with me right now. And it's feeling for anybody. It, it, it dude, I, <laughs> I try. Alex is, I, is is breaking down over nah, here, man. You know, and it, I, and and full disclosure, I wasn't always like this, man. I wasn't. You know, my my journey in this last year and a half with my faith, with my fiance, with with everything that's happened to me in this last year and a half, two years, man. Like, you could, go, I mean, if you want to scroll back on my Facebook, Obi, go back mm-hmm. like eight, ten years, man. You're gonna get a whole different Alex on there. Yeah, you will. You will. And I, and, but it, that. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, but but that 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 Alex doesn't define who I am though right now. Like it was, yeah, I did that. I might have said that. I've made tons of mistakes, but you know, I did you? Yeah, Alex, can I ask yeah. you one question? Do you consider like being a preacher or something? Yeah. Hey, so it's funny that you say that. I'm, I'm just wondering because I mean, you 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 talk deep and you're. You bring up your faith, and you got you make great points, and I think everybody here agrees. Uh, and you're you really feel passionate about what's happening, and it really like you know moves you and and all that. So because man, like and we have to wrap yeah, it no, I'll, I'll, I'll try make I'll try make it quick. But man, like I I would say the last like two years, man, has has radically changed my life, man. It really has. Like I don't know if any of you guys have lost a parent. I lost my dad two years ago. Uh, this past, I lost my dad. Yeah, so I mean, I lost my dad. So Obi, you you could understand this. I don't know if anybody else has, but mm-hmm. like two years ago Sunday, I lost my dad to cancer. You know, and, and you know, man, it changes you, man. Like it just, it does. It really does. I, you know, and the the support I got from my close friends, the the support I got from my church, and the grief share class that I took, man, you you just learn a lot about yourself, man. And I, and, and recently I've, I've had a personal journey that it's a, probably another podcast, but, <laughs> but, uh, 
He's about to go on another yeah, thing. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but anyway, it, like the, it, to, to answer your question back, like whether it's a preacher of my faith or just, just love and compassion for people, just to try and just be good, man. Like it doesn't, you don't have to be a Catholic. You don't have to be a Christian. You don't have to be anything like that. You just, just oh, you're about to open a you can don't, of worms You don't have here. to be any of those things. Just no, 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 no. I totally I agree, just, but I, just I, like, I, like, like love is is just not just like it's 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 bigger than just like I don't know. It's bigger than a word. That's for sure for me. It's just it's there's more to it, and it's work, man. It's work, and you got to want to do it. Really, that's just how I look at it. And, and see, and ho- that was awesome, yeah. man. Everybody, hopefully, people like Garrett. <laughs> If people like Garrett are listening, hopefully they realize that no one hates them. No one's coming for them. No one's trying to steal or take anything from them. And if they just open themselves up to seeing that we're all connected a little bit more, maybe they'd feel some of that love and they wouldn't have to spend the whole evening on Facebook because they'd have friends that Copy love them. I, I, doubt, I honestly <laughs> doubt he'll, he'll make it all the way to the end of this episode. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna show I, you know, I, about I, him. I think he'll make it to the end. <laughs> no, Alex I mean, this trolls episode. are the biggest fans. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. Right. They're, you're, they're, they're, uh, trolls are your biggest supporters. Yeah. Thanks for the views. All right, let's. Yeah, we got. I, I want. I want we've been talking for a couple of hours now. So, um, your plugs and then your dope shit. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, <laughs> I can go. I can go, go first. Lead the way. My dope shit, uh, I've been playing uh, Ghost of Tsushima oh, on I've PlayStation so 4. Good. And holy shit. Three things about it. Uh, number one, so if you don't know the plot, if you're playing a samurai. Uh, your uncle was kidnapped by the Mongols who were basically, who invaded your land, I mean your country, and you're you know trying to reclaim it. Then you make allies, you get... Uh, New weapons, new legendary techniques, and uh, stealth shit and everything. Uh, but the other thing that I love about it, it's open world, like Red Dead Redemption, but for samurais. Speak Japanese and everything. But one thing that really got me is that uh, the voice actor in Japanese is Kazuya. I forget his last name. But anyway, he's the guy who does the voice of Zoro in One Piece. And I'm a huge One Piece mm-hmm. fan, so when I heard him speak that Japanese, I'm like, "Holy shit, that's it! Nice. I'm in. This is this is my game." So love that game. That's that's my dope shit for the week. Who goes next? I'll do my plug. Okay, go ahead. Uh, my plug is well, if you can see my name on the screen, Protexter, P R O T E X T O R. Put a dot Bandcamp after that. Uh, go to my Bandcamp. I just upgraded a pro. Put some videos on there, and I'm donating. 100% of whatever I make through Bandcamp. Uh, if you live in Austin, I'll drop it on your... Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, Thank damn. You, Alex. Yeah, Alex supported the sale. Thank you. Yeah. And I'll send you one of these stickers. I'll send you one of these stickers. Uh, yeah, uh, so 100% of whatever I make on Bandcamp, I'm Keep donating this year. So head over there. Boom. You get a sticker if you order something. Thank, dope, thank dope. you for the visual element. Uh, yeah. And my dope shit, fuck. Um, I just ordered... I'll tell you. I, I just ordered the... Um, this giant ass box set of all the G- Gamera movies. There's another, I'm going to keep it Japanese. Hmm. There's a, a Japanese uh, kaiju big monster franchise. And uh, I slid in right under, I got, I got the box set for, uh, for normal price. And the, the next day it went out of uh, print and now it's like 400, 500 on eBay. So I'm very happy that I got it. And I'm going to watch this oh, shit nice. of those movies. <laughs> nice. Uh, kaiju is like the Godzilla type big monster yeah. type of movie. Sweet. Alex, what you got? 
Ah, man, for me, I know we, uh, I think uh, Carl and I showed, uh, sent it to him earlier, but uh, at least for me, uh, I've been listening to this uh, podcast. It's called The Bible Project. Again, going back to my faith. Sorry. Sorry about that. But uh, Don't apologize Bible, for that shit. So, no yeah, so, the, so The Bible Project is it's this group of people from uh, Portland, Oregon. They're an animation studio that um, makes these like two to three minute videos about different characters in the bible different stories in the bible that we've all heard we've all grown up with but they really do a good job of like diving deep into the hebrew literature the words the, the you know what words actually really meant and they they give you i mean they give you these really quick little snaps of you know two three minute videos or just like you could watch these videos and you get a little bit better understanding of like these stories that we've all either heard don't know of and stuff like that and uh they also have a podcast on Spotify, Apple, uh, iTunes, and stuff like that that uh, go deeper into those those videos. Um, you know, some of those episodes are like maybe like nine, ten episodes long, depending on what they're on. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, I, I I'm a I'm a big history kind of guy, and the way they describe this stuff is it's not like how we would view it in the 2020 eyes. They view it in when it was written, like they give you the real context of when this was going on and why these things may have been written. And they really dig deep into the Hebrew language and how certain words mean different things in the English translation. Even the English translation of the word God is really confusing hmm. when you, nope. when they break it down the Hebrew way. Can I tell you a joke? This, it, it, yeah. Can I tell you one joke? I don't know if I got a like good it. joke too. I got a good joke too. <laughs> do, you know, do, do you know you know what God means in French? No. This is true. This is absolutely true. And you know I'm French. God, a yeah. good in French is a dildo. <laughs> true story. Wow. True story. God I will, is dildo. I, 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 oh my God. My, That's what that means. My, my, my dope thing is a real bad Christian dad joke. <laughs> so God, this guy got to talk to God one day. And he asked him, hey, God, so like, what's what's like, you know, a, a, you know, a million years to you? Like, what? how long is that? He's like, ah, you know, it's like one second. And the guy sits there and thinks, he's like, huh. He asked him another question. He's like, so what's like, you know, one billion dollars to you? He's like, well, see, you know, it's like a penny. And the guy sits there and looks back. He's like, well, hey, God, can I have a penny? <laughs> the guy looks at him. He's like, yeah, sure. One second. That's cute. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's cute. That's good. That's good. All right, Obi, what you got? And I'm done for. Uh, <laughs> I I'm late to this, but like uh, I just I just have a movie recommendation because I just have a movie recommendation because uh, I watched the movie Good Time, like that uh the guys that directed uh, Uncut Gems uh made right before that movie. That movie was so incredibly good. It was so good. So if you want gems or good uh, time. Good time. So okay. if you have time to watch that, it's on Netflix. Like, go check it out. It's it's just as intense as Uncut Gems, but oh, you hated Uncut Gems for some reason. <laughs> Let's not go there again. <laughs> Let's not go there again, Obi. But yeah. Let's not go but there that's, again. Uh, that's my At least movie I hated it, first of all. My cynical asshole, my, my cynical asshole was basically saying yeah it was all right anyway <laughs> let's wrap things up we'll be talking for over a couple hours um 
As always, thank you so much for tuning in. Shout out to everybody who tuned in live. Uh, Adam, always yeah, a man. pleasure. Love being here. Thank you so much. Alex with the good words. Alex with the good words. So we're going to call you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alex with the good words. Uh, make sure like you... Like Becky with the good hair, right? Yeah. Alex with the good words. <laughs> uh, make sure you uh, subscribe to the podcast, the Feedback Podcast. We're everywhere, including Spotify, by the way. So go ahead, right. leave, leave us a review. Check out the archive. There's plenty to, uh, to go through. Uh, Obi, thank you so much, as always. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll talk to you next time. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Peace, everybody.